This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, Check hey, us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. podcast uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. We are in Season 3 of the All Love, No Fear Podcast with KB. And Metapole Edit, we are here, we are here, we are here, hey, hey, we are here, we are here, we are here, hey, hey. As my girl says, as my girl Jen says, go out. Wow. I didn't know you were coming with that level of intro. Just so you know, we did not discuss an intro. Um, We were just going to do what we felt, and I guess Mark jumped to what he felt faster. So here we are. Um, Welcome to season three, episode one. Of the All Love No Fair podcast. We've been gone for a minute, but we're back with the jump off. We are back with season three. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. We missed y'all. Uh, yeah. I hope y'all missed us. Um, you know, we just had to take a break. Um, I don't think the break was intended to be this long. No. But no. just, you know, we life get, happened. Yeah. And um, let's just try and get some things like we have something, a lot of things coming up. A lot of things gonna we're going to try to make work with you. We're going to do a lot of stuff. It's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. I believe in this. Word, word. <laughs> but we're here, back, better, better late than never. Um. So yeah. Uh. I don't know. We're gonna see how this podcast goes today. Um. We got a lot of things on the docket, but who knows where the conversation's gonna go? Because yes. you know, mad stuff has happened since mad, since mad, we've last no. since mad. we've last been together. So uh, yeah. So this is the last time we're gonna have this. Uh, we have this audio. We have a lot of equipment coming in. Yeah, we're about to upcoming. So we're gonna like yeah, because the studio's a dub because yeah. you know COVID. So yeah. we had to finally just break down and be like, all right, let's, let's get, get us a setup back. that'll work at the house because that's probably where we're gonna be recording for the next. I don't know. Here, many times at least. Yeah. So so we're gonna be out here because outside is still closed. From the last time we talked to y'all, outside is still closed. So this will be the last time, just for old time's sake. You're gonna get this these laptop audio, right? Which you know it does what it does. <laughs> yeah. But you know we're gonna we're gonna we we trying to we're, step it up. We're trying to jazz it up a little bit more. Yeah, we trying to give y'all um, that a, new new. Um, we don't want to we, we don't want to like waste your video on some nonsense. Yeah, cause yeah it yeah. So yeah. we're just gonna give you some audio this time, right? For for season one. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be really able to do them like lives anymore though. No. Yeah. Because we got work. Yeah, we got things to do. Uh, yeah, back. The lives not happening. Those um, were fun. I really like doing them because I like seeing what the I, comments and stuff like that when people were. A good thing we can do. Where we're um, on. We can start. We can record the video and still release it at that time. We can. And just pay attention as you're watching with us. Yeah, that that works. We won't be able to comment while you're. Yeah, doing it won't it. be an interactive experience yes. for us, but. but you'll be able to comment together and watch yes. it together, like, "Hey, we're family watching the podcast." Ah, we can do that. Wow. Okay. That's cool. 
Um, so like we said, quite a few things have happened. Um, well, yeah. Sure. In the last, what was it? Two, three, two. Because our last podcast came out in June. Yeah. So it's August. June. So the last two months, um, you know, a whole lot has happened. You blinked, you missed it. Yeah. Um, we so, told you we'd come back in July. If you like, um, we didn't mean to lie. We we had every <laughs> intention of coming back in July. I just think that all of the things that were happening outside in the world and just us trying to get adjusted to um, just what this COVID life looks like with working from home with a toddler and, you know, just... It just it just was a challenge. A lot yeah. was happening. And, you know, we appreciate y'all for being loyal listeners and sticking around. Hopefully we didn't lose people because we took too long to come back. Because I remember when we said July, and people was like, July? I was like, yeah, July. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're back. We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're here. Back and better than ever. Back and better than ever. You're so, you're so hyper. <laughs> really. It's just, wow. Yeah. You're just very hyper. Um, um, so how's, how's your week going? How's my week going? Uh, uh, I, I know how our week's going. That's why I talk to my wife. But we just... We, we, <laughs> can't get with you. I know how... how we, like, it's not like... It's the first time talking to your wife? Nah, that's not what's going on. I can't. Content. Alright. How's your week going? It's fine. It's fine so far. Um, I I don't really have anything to complain about. I think my only... My only thing is like, it's really going by quite fast. This whole this I feel like this summer has been like a blur, and, and every and quite hot. Also that that part, um, and I feel like every week that goes by, I'm just like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Like the fact that it's like the beginning of August already, I'm like, okay, so work is about to ramp up in a major way in the next couple of weeks because school starts at the end of the month and I'm just like I'm not ready I feel like I did not have enough of the summer to take advantage of um and I mean you know COVID is preventing us from doing fun things with our friends and you know I feel like how is summer break almost over and I haven't done any summer things I haven't gone and you know been at anybody's water function i haven't i haven't even had like just like an ice cream cone outside somewhere like yeah yeah it's just been like i go out for walks like in the neighborhood during the week and like that's and i go to the grocery store once a week and that's yeah that's yeah. the most i've done yeah it's, it's not it's not a lot of not a lot of things going on i haven't even had a pineapple soda this summer like what the hell what, what's going on yeah yeah because like, i'm like when i go I, summers are like let me hit the barbecue let me get the well done hot dog and a burger and a and a pineapple soda. Like that's my that's my summer like initiation like ritual. And I haven't even had any of that because yeah. I haven't been out. <laughs> There's like nothing's going on. Like, like, I made eh. a hot dog. You just found the bread. No, I had a no, I did have a hot dog because when we went to um the birthday party. Yes. And yes. I, I made a hot dog. Too. You did, you did. But it's not the same as like coming Char- to charcoal, a, charcoal yeah, grill. It's not a charcoal grill. And it's not the same yeah. as coming to like a cookout. Like with mad people in the backyard, and before I let go play, it's just not that, not that vibe. Yeah, I'm like, and like fishing through a, a a giant cooler of beverages to find that one pineapple soda. Like it's just, it's, it's just, just, it's just a ritual that goes not, with it's it. Not that the just didn't, yeah, there's an experience, and I just, I just didn't have that. Gotcha. So, you know, that's 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 kind of where it's at. How about you? I'm all right. Um, 
I think I'm just, like I said, in the updates, I can't really bring any um, updates up to you yet. But new things stuff is happening. New stuff is coming. Um, but just trying to um, Big things juggle. Little things stop it. That's right. Big, no. I'm trying to juggle, <laughs> juggle a whole lot of things at one time. And just trying to figure out how to navigate this. Um, of course, the pandemic is a big change. Um, a whole lot of it's just it's just a lot of navigating through this and trying to be effective in the process of it. And I'm just trying to figure it out. And I think we all are. Word. Yeah. Word. That's it. Yep. That's it. Um. So we're just gonna like play this song because we've been kind of vibing to this song for a while. Right. And it's important that you understand the yes. message that we're trying to say. It's, yeah. it's very, it's very like deep message. Right. I, f- I feel like this is a message for all people who just feel like it's been a, you know, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a time and, and they feel like, you know, other, other people, other entities, other individuals have really just been, you know, trying to throw them off their game and like, just, you know, really mess with them. And, you know, this young man, you know, he put out this, this, this stirring, um, Negro spiritual slash, um, uplifting and empowering, um, song. And it's short, but sweet. It really just, you know, it really just speaks to the soul. It, 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 it kind of like, it's something we want you to focus on, on God. Right, yes, yes, yes. Focus focus on God because you know that's what that, that's what this that's where you need to go. That's where the song goes. So this is the song. This is the song right here. You just go just be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Try Jesus. Not me. It's important you have to understand. Right. You, you try Jesus. Not me. It's it's like you, you have to like say this in your spirit sometimes. Right. Just try Jesus. Please don't, don't try me. It's, it's, it's important. It's important. Yeah. You know why? Because I throw hands. Hey. Try Jesus, not me. You know why? Because because I throw hands. It is it is important to know what cause and effect means. Ha! Come on. Cause and effect. Hey. See, it's if a word you right try there. me, understand that my hands. We'll try you for being thrown. Yes, my hands will try you. My hope, my hands will throw. Yes, my hands will be thrown. Yes, notice. Please don't try me because I'm fine. So not not just just so you can clarify. I throw hands. I throw hands. What what does that mean? Definition. I fight. It is. It is important to understand with the throw hand because sometimes our vernacular, right, 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 people don't really get what we're saying. Like, I think, right. like, what do you mean throw right, hand? Right, 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 right. Not everybody uses that. That's very, yes. you know, that's very like colloquial. Yeah, very regional. So slang. sometimes when you so say you, you throw, he's clarifying. Hand, yeah, he's sometimes clarifying. you say throw hands, like, oh, you throw them up, and like, oh, what am I going throw to do? Throw them in the air, like you just don't care. No, it's just no. don't try me because because I fight. Right, yes. it's important. Yeah, yeah, important. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you touch me or mine, we gonna have to scrap. See, like it, it, it's speaking about scripture here. Scriptures. 
sir. See, scripture says, not scripture, turn sir. the other cheek. It talks butter. about being slapped on one cheek, turn the other cheek. And what he's saying is, this is something I struggle with. Right. Like, this is a real, this is a real like, Christian you, struggle right if here. If you do something to me or my own, we might have to scrap. Again, another colloquialism, colloquialism. another slang for and the definition fight. of scrap. Remember, because I fight, it, it, go, fight. it goes. He's, with, he's explaining it to you. He's breaking it down. We're trying to break it. Break it down. So, Jesus, please don't try me because I fight. I have no problem laying these hands. And I don't think he means it in a holy way. See. Sometimes, like, but what I think what he's trying to say is both ways. Sometimes people need their hands laid on them because mm-hmm. they need a blessing and a beat. But sometimes we need to lay your hands because they need a beating. So what he's saying is, I have no problem laying hands either way. Either way. Either way. Sometimes you you're going through something. Hey, hey. And you act a certain way. You're like, I need someone to lay hands and pray with me. But yeah, sometimes yeah. Come on. you come in hey. sideways. Not front, but sideways. I cannot. And you not front, but sideways. I cannot. I and cannot. Someone has to lay hands on you. <laughs> and sometimes that the, the laying of hands might be quite aggressive in the process. It might be heavy. It might be heavy it, hands. It, might be, it might be heavy hands. All right. All right. I'm receiving it. Try Jesus. Don't try me. Cause I throw hands. As he said. Just repeating, reiterating for a fact. Try Jesus. Please don't try me. Because I fight. Once again. See, sometimes parts of the Bible, it, it conflicts with you. and You're, you're right. trying. Right. You are trying hard. You're like, what, why is my flesh telling me when I tur- to turn? When someone says turn, I'm, I, I can't. I, I only got I two cheeks. Hands. I only got two cheeks. And so after I didn't turn twice, what's up? So th- this is like an internal battle of flesh that he's having. Mm-hmm. Internal battle. It's like mm-hmm. That's the spirit it. is saying, turn the other cheek. My flesh is telling me. To throw hands. Yes, and lay them on. Back to the I I must lay hands. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So try Jesus. Please don't try me. Cause I fight. Don't y'all for the third time we fight. I have no problem laying these hands. So that run? He's serious. He's feeling it. He's yes. in the moment. He lets you know. Um, yeah, that's, that's you know, if, if that encouraged you, if that, you know, just took you to a higher place um, during this, you know, trying time, uh, you know, God bless you, God keep you. Um, just, you know, play it at your leisure yes. whenever you feel like you just need a moment to um, just pull yourself together it's, it's, and, and it's just center you. yourself. You know, so please try Jesus because Jesus is your Jesus savior. is the answer. That's what the, that's what the in, songwriter said. Jesus, but is the understand answer. that I am not Jesus. Yes, so Jesus has time. You know, he, he Jesus all has time. all of the patience all, and the all time. the time to be bothered with but you and your shenanigans. Please don't use that same trying spirit, right, on me, on me. Because guess what? Guess what? I may be made in His image. Amen. 
However, I am not him. <laughs> yes. Okay. I am still human. I am still working on me. Yes. So, again, heed the message. Try Jesus, not me. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters. Be blessed. Be blessed. All right. All right. I believe that there's a t-shirt that says this already. I believe Kevin on stage has made a t-shirt yes. that says this. So if you need to, you know, get merch, you know, just to let people know what time it is. Yeah, get check, out there on check, the internet. It's check, out there. check, check, check on Kevin on stage. Yeah, get out there. It's out there in the streets. It's All out right. there in the streets. So um, that song, in case you were wondering, is by uh, Toby and Noigwe yeah. and Jabari Johnson. Yes, and Tobey is actually going to be our feature artist, but we get back to that. We'll talk to him. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Yes, but we just wanted to open up with that song so you just know like where our energy is at as people. Um, Since I heard this song, I have just been singing it repeatedly. Um, It's really been blessing me. It's you know, it's it's such a simple song. It's what five lines, but it really it really gets the job done. It really really gets the point across. And I think you know, for such a time as this, for such a time as this, for such a time. The Lord blessed him with that to give to us. And so we are, we are grateful. We are grateful. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 I didn't know you were going to do the sermonic breakdown, but you know, I'm, <laughs> sometimes you have to break down. I didn't realize you was going to exegete the song. I didn't know. I didn't know. Nobody told me. Sometimes you need, you need, a, you need a lyric breakdown. A lyric breakdown. Okay. You sometimes you need a lyric breakdown. Give us a, a lyrical exegesis yes. of the song. I see you. I see you. I receive it. Yes. I receive it. I receive um, it. Next. Let's um, love it or lose it. Yes, love it or lose it. We haven't so, played this in a long time. Yes, yeah, so love it or lose it. FYI for the people who are new, we have four choices. Oh wait, we, before we pump into to love it or lose it, can we like welcome the people? Oh, shout welcome out to, to people. season three, episode one. Yes. Shout out to people shout on out Spotify. To the people on Spotify. Shout out to people on Apple Podcast. Shout out to people on Google Podcast. Shout out to people on Podbean. Shout out to people on all the all the things. Everything else. Just Everything else. It's like the website specifically. Yes. Yeah, shout, shout out to, to all of y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening. Right. I just, I got, I feel like I got to write that down somewhere so we remember to do it because I never write it down. And then I'm always like, we're like 20 yeah. minutes into the podcast Thank and you. we said nothing. Shout out to people at home who are working from home. Shout out to people who have to be in the office. Shout yeah. out to people. Shout out to the people who are collecting the unemployment check because it's rough out here in these streets. Yes. Get to the money. Um, blessings for the people who might get evicted. So hopefully y'all be fine. Yeah, don't. Mm. Cover him, Jesus. Don't let him get evicted. Yeah. This ain't the time to be homeless. All right. But yeah, once again, love it or lose it, you have four choices. Usually only one person knows the choices. And what you have to do is you have to take one of those choices. You have to say, I'm loving. I'm going to hold on to it. Never going to let it go. Forever and ever and ever and ever. And then you take one, you have to throw it out with everything that comes with it. Yes. And you throw it in the garbage forever like it never existed. Yeah. You got to choose one for lose it, one for love it. All right. So, um, we're going to do our intro song for it because... Love it yeah. or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, hey, hey. Love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. Shoot it, do it, do it, do So, this week's Love It or Lose It... Uh, it's hard out here in these streets where I come up with things because, you know, it's so much going on, it's hard to think. But... Missy Elliott posted a video on Instagram last night and it inspired me to post this. So, my love it or list it this week, 2000s dance movies. Okay. So, in the early 2000s, dance movies were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the late 90s, early 2000s, dance movies were a thing. They were everywhere. All your favorite actors and actresses were in some version 
of a dance movie at some point in time. And some of them pretty bad dancing. Some too. of them were pretty, yeah. Like, Save the Last Dance? Heesh. Heesh. That was bad. I don't know. I don't know why anybody let them get that off. Like, that one was really bad. Um, but there were a number of dance movies back in the day that, you know, I enjoyed as a teen. I, I now look back at with relative embarrassment, but, you know, they were, they were hitting as a teen. So, this week's Love It or Lose It, 2000s dance movies. Which one would you love? Which one would you lose? Our options are Step Up. That's the one with Channing Tatum. You looked confused for a second. So. No, no, I was yeah. listening. I was in. Okay. Step Up. Bring It On, the first one. Um, you Got Served. And Honey. With uh, Jessica Alba. So, our four options for Love It or Lose It. Step Up. Bring It On. You Got Served. Honey, we're going to choose our lose-its first. So, Mark. Yeah, bring it on. Get that out of here. Um, like, I'm, I'm, I don't like bring it on. Just I remember even at the time. The flabbergastment. I remember at the time when there were like, it, like, it was like the white girls is going to the black girls going back and just stealing the black loose. I was like, what the hell is this nonsense? Like, you're going to go ahead and steal schools? Go, go to a black school and steal them? But that's what they do. But then, like, it happened, and then, like, we're supposed to, like, root for them through this whole process. I'm like, if you don't get out of here. Nah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not rooting for y'all. <laughs> no, nobody was rooting for them. Who was rooting no, for them? No, no. They, they made it, they, 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 like, in their, the way they did it was, like, they were the ones they supposed to root for. Oh, why? Gabrielle Union was there. What am I rooting for them for? I, I get it. But, like, it just be like, just all those schools, those schools, like, the dancers, like, they're trying to, yeah, it, it, it was a bunch of trash. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what that what that was. Like they went to the black school. Like, look at y'all dancing. We're gonna do that too. I I, I just I just don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time for the culture culture of, of of the movie. I don't. Have, See, we I don't, didn't I, even know that's what it was back then. We yeah, didn't even know. I don't. I don't have time for like the imaging imaging of like the black schools are the are they're being they're being too aggressive. I don't, I don't like any of it. See, yeah. this is the perspective you didn't have when you was watching it as a seventeen year old. Yes. It was like, oh, they battling. It's lit. Yes, but perspective now. Right. I almost said step up, but that one was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one That's was where it. I thought you were going at. I was going. So then, when you said but, uh, but then you said bring it on, I was like Then you said bring it on, I was like, whoa, buddy. <laughs> when you said step up, I was like, oh, I was about to say step up, but then you said bring it on, I was like, uh that that movie bothered me. The thing is the bother bothered me back then. What's the funny thing about it? It bothers me more now, but it bothered me back then. Yeah. So what is your loser? Um, I think it's honey. Step up to the streets. But that would, all right, we'll get, we'll get, there. We'll get there. Step up to the streets. You know what? That, <laughs> the streets. I, don't, I, I hate that. <laughs> the streets. They, there never should have been a two is the, real, is the real problem. There never should have been a two. They should have left it. They should have just left it alone. Because... You don't want to be part of Step Up to the Streets? No. No, I don't. I didn't... When I saw when they were putting it out way back then, I was like, guys, all right, like, y'all are dragging it to the max now. There's no reason for there to be a two. Um, Yeah, I think Honey is mine. Why why Honey? Because I don't think... uh, Jessica Alba was a great dancer. I was like, what is it that y'all are trying to convince me that she does? What, what, what am I taking of this? I'm thinking, I'm thinking something else, I think. I'm like, Jessica Alba just wasn't that great of a dancer to me. And I, I was like, y'all are trying to make it. I think I like the movie because Missy Elliott was in it and I like Missy Elliott. But like, she wasn't in it enough for me to be 
to be bowled over. I just was like, why are y'all trying to make Jessica Alba a dancer? Like, I need answers. Have I? I don't understand. That one was bad. That It was pretty bad. And that it was, was on, bad. It was on TV like a couple of weeks ago. And I was just like, oh my God, cringe. Cringe, And cringe, then she, cringe. Would, she would do dances. And they were really bad dances. They were. They were. That was a bad movie. It was. I... But I'm, I'm still I'm still rocking with the bring it on because of the culture appropriation. <laughs> um, That's fine. But um, yeah. I think what made but Honey was a bad dance. I think what made Honey interesting was the cameos from celebrities because Missy was in it. Um, what were the you had? Genuine was there. Um, it was Honey. You got served. Bring it on and step up. Yeah, the only you got served is the only one that was like okay, and even that's like. It was, but it, it was. But it's a little it, cringe when you go back. It's and watch. cringe and corny, but it still worked for a child. Yeah, like maybe not as a grown adult, but it's 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 cringy. But at least it showed real dancers dancing. Yeah, like and ways that they actually do have battles like that. It was like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. I understand. The dancing was better. Yeah, it was real dancing. Yeah, by actual dancers. Yeah. So um. so like. <laughs> So I what you're not, and you got served like started the whole movement. Like after you got served came out, like I was in college after that came out. We had so many you got served competitions at my college. Oh really? We had so many. Really? Oh well, like, yeah, because yeah, you 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 were in college back in like '04 when it came out. Yeah, we we had so many you like there was like yo we had a you got served competition team versus team. Yo, there was so many of them. I I remember the teams. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was it was it was great by the way. We had, like this competition was great, and like it, it sparked the whole movement. That's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. I so I would take it your love it as you got yeah. served. Out of those, you got right. all the other was trash. Hey, no, no. You like bring it on? I. Are you like step up? I think. You Got Served was probably the better dance movie. Yeah. But, like, there's something about Bring It On that I just, I enjoyed. Like, Bring It On, I would sit and watch again. I would not. Yeah, Bring It On, I would watch again. Because I would just be angry the whole time. Because, you know what? I enjoy Gabrielle (laughs) Union, um, the girl from Black that passed away. uh, She's in there. It had better actors. Yes, it had better actors. If if, if you're going to go with that, yes. It had better actors. It had better actors. But the premise was trash. Whoever wrote the song was trash. I wrote, wrote the movie with Josh. I just like the, the the girl that that did the gymnastic stuff. It was super cool. I like that movie a lot. Um, and, but in terms of if I'm saying dance movie, yes, you got served is the better dance movie of all of the four of them. Yes, but in terms of like watchability, I, I'd watch Bring It On again before I watch You Got Served. Yeah, like because. No one thinks B2K can act. Like no one, no, no one thinks that. No one no thinks one, that. No one believes that. But at, <laughs> when you but, go, when you go for the dance. Yeah, at, but at the time, B2K was like steadily rising as no, one of the biggest. No, they're they're, they're big. They're, they're they're, 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 yeah, they were one of the biggest artists. Yeah. at the, at that time. Like but like, because but, but it's because their 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 um base was under twenty. Yeah, like I remember going to one hundred six and Park and, and seeing yeah some B2K people. Like it was a big deal yeah. back then. So um, I think. I think that the the, the movie kind of took off the way it did because yeah of the success. But, yeah, but like, it's, not, so, like, it's so like, cute like, to see young Omarion and young Lil Fizz. Like look yeah, at them like, looking all cute. No, mm. no one thinks they can act though. No, 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 no one thinks that. No, mm. <laughs> no, no. Like when you could look back at, the I think premise, the only person who actually had an acting career was Batman. Batman. You talking about Marcus Houston? Yes. Please use that man's real name. He's got to be about forty years old now. 
Yeah, but I'm telling you back then, his name was like his name was Marcus Houston still back then. Okay. That was his whole name the whole time. I believe that's what the movie credits say. <laughs> it does not say Batman. It says Marcus Houston. I'm like, what the hell is Batman? You, you remember when that I'm like Christian Bale? You don't remember when that when I know? <laughs> I don't have time for you. <laughs> not Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale was in the movie Pop Lock and let me find out. I don't have time for you right now. What? What did I do? I didn't even do nothing. I didn't even do nothing. Do you remember that group? Uh, Immature? Yeah. IMX, whatever them girls is calling themselves. It, it, definitely Immature first. IMX and you. Yes. <laughs> it was yeah, definitely Immature. I, yes. I, met, I, I saw them at 106 in Park when they were IMX. Okay, so that's when you were older. When yes. they were older, they were, they were like, they were like, I was like, uh, yeah. they were okay. But immature was like that, that, that's like my, my cousins and like they used to listen to them all the time. Yeah, because I'm like they were they were the, they were the B2K before B2K. Yes, but B2K was better. They were newer. They danced better. I.e., better. Um, that's debatable, though. You know, it is debatable. It is debatable. Uh. Yeah, but what I was gonna say is like only, he's the only one that actually had an acting career. Yes, yes. He was on Sister Sister. Yes, he was on, which is back on Netflix or coming back to Netflix. Yeah. You know, they're trying to you know we support Black Lives Matter us to death by doing everything but what what we asked we asked for. Yeah. So they're um, bringing back all these like black shows and UPN shows to Netflix. So I mean, I guess keep your watch on because we ain't doing nothing else. But you know, whatever. So yeah, that was our love it or lose it for um this week. Love it. Or lose it, love hey, it. Or lose it, hey, 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 If you have any questions or you have any comments about the love it or lose it, please email us at alllovenofearpcast at gmail.com. But he said it was alllovenofearpcast at gmail.com in case you weren't able to understand his sync voice. So... Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Ready? Yes. So, go. Wow. Um, <laughs> you got to stop these sudden movements. Like, you got to tell me that you're about to do it because I am alarmed. Okay? Thank you. Yes. So, um, so this week, um, our topic, um, it's one that I feel like, you know, a lot of people will relate to. It's kind of based on this whole, like, newfound morals versus memories. And what do we mean? So let's well, give some context. I, I guess we're going to where I got it from. Yes. All right. So this all came about uh, from the verses with DMX versus Snoop Dogg, right? Which was great. It was great. It was great. It was that memory lane. It was fantastic, right? It wasn't I, the verses I would have expected or put together because I would never think of those two, but like it actually it, it was, was it pretty was really odd. Good. And what I realized is like listening to their song. If they, if they came out now with their songs, it will be very problematic. Very. Right? Um, like, the context of what they spoke about, the context of their lyrics and everything like that, and how they spoke about either women or anybody else, mm-hmm. it will be very problematic for people. Right? I know that because the way that um, some of the artists now, they might talk about the same things, and people are like, we, can, we don't want to hear that nonsense, the same people. Mm-hmm. But because of the memories attached to it, we applaud those songs. Right. This is not a topic where we are condemning that, by the right. way. This is not what that topic is. 
We're just exploring. We're just exploring the context of how our memories, the culture, what we um, go through, how we remember certain things. Like, it just kind of, like, and even like um, how we approach music, how we approach art is confusing. And I'm talking about, when I talk about this, I really specifically more talking about black people because that's the understanding, that's the context I understand. <laughs> right. Because I am, I am said black person. Correct. So that's the context I understand. So right. I was thinking about the context of, like, if I, if I had, when I have these, um, I, I, I count myself as quite progressive in like how I think with certain things and how I move and like my fights for certain for rights for others and things like that. But I also am like, I have certain songs or things that I listen to or I might have their things and like there, I use different songs for different contexts as art. And art to me has the has the ability to be offensive, right? Right. Art, art as it stands, has the ability to be offensive because it's art, and art is just an expression. You have a right to not like it, mm-hmm. but I feel like art that is offensive can still be said. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So part of part of what inspired this conversation was the like Mark said the Snoop and DMX versus. Um, Janelle Monet, if you follow her on social media or you just follow her at all, you know that she's very much about female empowerment, female power, um, very much about, you know, not being objectified by men and, you and know, LGBT rights. And LGBT rights, so all that type of stuff. She's very vocal about that. And people were kind of roasting her because in the comments of the verses, like she was, you know, putting up the fire emoji and saying like, oh, this my ish, da 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 And people were like, Janelle Monet is a hypocrite. Why would she say something like that? She's all for these women's empowerment rights and LGBT rights. And she's supporting these artists that, you know, spit this vitriol against women and against the LGBT community. Like, how could she say that? And, you know, it's just kind of like, she's multidimensional. Like, it's, yeah. it's not. As, as most of us are. As most people are. So that's what kind of sparked this conversation. I mean, so I guess my kind of take on it is I understand and very much relate to the conflict that one has as they grow. Um, Like, for example, I grew up in Barbados and, you know, the islands are very... um, um, LGBT averse in some ways. Some of them have come. That's the way I say it. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to find a nice. <laughs> way. Clean it up. I was trying. To, I was trying to say what what I meant, but not like get too deep in the weeds on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many of them are very averse, and the averse the averseness can can uh can span the breath of like over the top like uh 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 harmful. Other countries, it's kind of, it's there, but, like, people aren't as, like... Overtly. Overtly against it. But it's just sort of, you know, because a lot of these island countries are very um, deeply religious. And, you know, it's just... Being anti-LGBT is part of, like, the fabric of the country. Like, it just is. It's just the truth. And, you know, there are are activists working in all those countries to 
you know, change that. And so I think things are changing a little bit, but I remember back when I was growing up, like somebody, you know, accusing you of being gay or lesbian or whatever was fighting words. Like there was no conversation. You just saw my hands as Tobey told us. But, um, I remember jamming hard to some of these songs like, um, um, uh, what's that song? Um, uh, T.O.K. T.O.K. And then Sis, um, and then Capleton had one. Uh, talking about Bun Up the Chi Chi, something like yeah. that. Like, I used to jam hard to those songs. You hear what I'm saying? Hard. And to this day, when I hear those songs, I still be like, eh, turn up. Because, like, the memory of it is, like, when I was, like, riding the bus to school with my friends. Because in Barbados, like, they have, like, the regular buses, and then they have, like, the yellow minibuses and like those were like the the joints that used to take uh you know school kids back and forth to school and I went to school like clear on the other side of the island from where I lived so I used to be on the bus with all my friends and the 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 bus drivers would be playing the music and they had all these fancy speaker systems and we would be like legit having a party on the bus to and from school every day so it's like when I hear those songs it reminds me of being a teenager growing up in Barbados on the bus, going back and forth to school with my friends. However, I can't party the same when I hear those songs. Like, I'll still, I'll still be like, eh, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, eh. cringe face, because I'm like, y'all are actually talking about killing gay people very aggressively mm-hmm. over a very danceable beat. Yeah. So it's a conflict, because I'm like, from them I pop. Like, if you, if you know anything about Jamaican music, the minute you hear that beat hit, pump, 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 Bump, bump. From them. Like, you're like, yep. You, you sing all the words aggressively. Shoot, I've even seen gay people yeah. singing the words aggressively. But it's like, you know what they're talking about is literally kill, killing gay people. And it's like, you, like, I can see where people have the argument of like, how are you an activist for LGBT rights, but you out here, you know, pee popping on a handstand when this song comes on. And for me, it's like, I feel myself having a conflict when I hear these songs, but I still want to turn up because I'm like, that's not really like a very progressive or, or appropriate approach. And I think I, I kind of look at it as I can separate myself from the moral part of it and say, you know what? I don't necessarily believe this, but I don't think... I I should like the the uh, let me start and I, mm-hmm. I will come back to you so you can you're, you're trying to gather your thoughts yeah so um the um I I think in terms of that I think it depends on um that's why I said sometimes it's memories over morals but I I think the for instance I would feel crazy if I was doing that song. I was singing. I was singing that song, mm-hmm. and someone who was from that um, LGBT mm-hmm. was offended by it. Right, and singing it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, but because like I can say like, oh, I'm just singing a song, but right, like, right, I'm telling you, I will burn you. Right, right. So like, I understand your offense to it. So like, I think it's important to fix how I start, do certain things in public. Right. It sound like. Which sounds like, oh, I, I'm out here acting crazy in private. Right. But, like, I think it's, um, 
I think it's more of context of right because like a lot of times, like I said, I think our memories. So we we, we jump. Right. I think because I think that's what happened in the um, with the verse. The verse mm. is it puts us as if we're alone in our room, right? And we're listening to music, right? Because a lot of songs that I might listen to at my home by myself or with me with just two or three other friends, right? Might not be the same thing I'm gonna listen to in public, right? Because like, I'm, I'm worried about. I don't want to offend others. Right. Which is a valid reason because, like, if a song is, like... If a person feels like that song is attacking... Right. Right. Like, yeah, I think... I think, like I said, I feel like I can kind of detach myself from the the moral problematicness of a particular song. But I also feel like I might still play it because it slaps. Yeah. To but I, To myself. But I wouldn't, like be having a barbecue or something like that and just have it going. I wouldn't do that. Correct. Especially if I know that there are people who are coming that would that would be offended by that. Because, you know, people assume a lot of things about your musical taste about you. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if you like this type of music and you keep playing all this, like, this sizzler and these, and these songs, I'm tempted to feel like you're anti. And that's not a true representation of me. It's just this particular song speaks to a memory... Yeah, in my life, and I don't know if I'm being selfish or 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 ridiculous, but I don't feel like I should have to let that feeling go just because you know someone might be offended by it. Like yeah. I would rather just like do it, listen to it by myself with my with my headphones in if I really want to. And I mean, I can grow. Like there's some songs I just don't listen to anymore because I'm like, all right, this is this yeah. is out of line. Like 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 a, a, a big example of this whole topic really is R. Kelly. Mm-mm. A big example is R. Kelly. Because R. Kelly, if it comes in in public, I'm kind of like, you can't, I don't want to hear that right now. Right. Like, I remember and we because, were at a, at a because, graduation party, and, and I think the person started to play, a, uh, the DJ started to play a, like an intro to an R. Kelly song. He was like, nah, we don't do that here. F. R. Kelly. I was like, thank you, sir. Because I was yeah. getting ready to be like. But, like, in the same context, like, you, and, like, I'm sure I know people who probably play it at home. Yeah. Because they remember the memories behind it. Mm-hmm. But, they know that I will be offended by it, so probably, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna talk about it because I know right. he's not gonna like it. Right. Um. Behind this, but they they they're playing the song because of a memory attached to it. Mm. Um. I think I was I was I was I was having that debate. I think when I was going through Little Wayne and Fat Joe songs and like Make It Rain remix, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about that song. I was like, I love that song. I can't play it ever again, <laughs> right? Because there's a memory attached to that song, right? Remember, you just you just got to cut off the R. Kelly part. Correct. I remember a moment when I heard that song. It's the first part. Yeah, you just got to start. You got to start about like a minute thirty in. That's but just like, where you are. I remember hearing and his that verse song. is good on it too, which makes me sad. Correct. I'm like, so oh. it's like I remember the moment when I heard it. I remember the context, and when I heard it, I remember the context. I wasn't thinking about the things he was doing. I right. remember like the people I was around. So right. like. It's 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 a weird dynamic of memory versus morals. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. always that constant, right? That and constant, it doesn't mean that you haven't grown or that you haven't changed and that you haven't really developed as a person. It's just I feel like the memory part is what kind of not holds us back, but it kind of keeps us attached. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I think this song is horrible. I'm never going to listen to this again. But I also feel like you have to give room. For, for grace and for people to kind of get there 
on their own. Like, you can't just come and be, like, bashing them. Like, nah, you're not real. You're not really about the struggle. You're not really about the fight, blah, 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 blah. Because I'm like, how do you, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know where this person's heart or head is when it comes to this? How do you know that they're not... Because, like, for me, Janelle Monet is, like, she identifies as part of the LGBT community herself. Yeah. So it's just, like, why are you trying to say that she is anti that or whatever yeah. the case is when she is a member of the community? And I'm sure they're members of the community who listen to some of these songs that they know are harmful to them. And I, I just feel like it's a weird mental space that you find yourself in. Yeah. And, you know, some people just get there faster than others. But I, I definitely and, think that it, it's not a it's not a black and white type yeah. of situation. And, and a lot of times, and I, I also think that um, many times art is a reflection of the climate. Yes, yes. And that, that's a big part of it, too. Yes. So, Certain songs that were acceptable at that time. When I say acceptable, I don't mean that it, it, it was acceptable to talk about bringing homosexuals. Right, but it was, like, it was acceptable. To culturally, get, people shared that that sentiment for the most part. They shared listening to it. Yeah, right. No one was trying to burn homosexuals. Right. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, in Jamaica. Yes, yes. yes. But yes. what I'm saying is, like, when they played in America, we were out here. Like, after that song comes on, we're all gonna go burn. Like, it was accept. It was. It wasn't a. Which, which goes back to the state of why America was trash for a while. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> like certain things were just acceptable to say. Right. For certain things. And, and like we, we, we've heard, we've seen that context with a lot of different things. Like certain things are acceptable to say that's not acceptable now. Right. Um, certain things are acceptable that were acceptable to say. Um, when I say acceptable, I don't mean it was right. It was acceptable to say. Right. It was acceptable to say like people were saying and there was no, there was no recourse behind it. Right. I think I think that as time has gone on, people have sort of become more enlightened and informed about and, certain and, yeah, about, what, about what, certain things and what offends people and what's offensive. And so I think that you know some 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 music hasn't aged well. Correct. A lot, because, a lot, a lot of people. Because at the time, like you said, it was acceptable to say nobody was offended. It was just kind of like, yeah, this is what it is. But now it's like ooh, cringeworthy because we've become a much more aware and uh, PC. And that, I'm not saying PC in a bad way. I'm just saying PC in terms of like we actually care about you know how people feel how right? people feel about things. Twenty, thirty years ago, that same feeling might not have been there. So I feel like I appreciate that. You know, we've grown in many ways in that respect, but I also feel as if that doesn't necessarily negate that person's art or the art of what they were trying to do at At that that time time. just because it's now offensive. Like that doesn't make it not art or not impactful anymore. Um, I think that the the difference with R. Kelly um, is that a lot of his quote unquote art was in the midst of the nonsense. Was in the midst of the nonsense, and it directly references. No, no, I, I, I got a lot that. of the nonsense that he was doing. Correct, and I, so it's I, like I, there, I, there I, are. I, some, I was just using that context because, yeah. like, some people would. Yeah, like there are some songs of his, like you know, "Step in the Name of Love," that you know will forever be classics, and that people people would play and feel okay with. But then there's other songs that you know now that are directly affiliated with it, with his uh, predilections for. Um, sexual relationships with young girls. So it's like, you can't listen to that anymore. 
or at least you know you can't listen to that publicly Be, but, anymore. But it's still because it um it, how it affects me. I don't want to hear it. Right, like I don't how, like how it affects me. But right, but on the same context. But but somebody might have a memory of of uh I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. That that song might have right. a memory for them back in college or whatever, and so you know that song just triggers a memory, and so you know they might feel a little conflicted about because like I, I feel like I went somewhere. Letting it go. I feel like I went somewhere and they were like playing like some song like that, and like it was. You you saw like the constant switch on mm-hmm. and off, right? Like you saw like you hear doom, and at first you heard you heard so people we like ow with the tongue out. Then I was like, wait, that's our Kelly, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like it's yeah. like it's like a switch on, switch off. Yeah. It's like yeah. immediately like oh that's a, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and just, that first reaction is what I'm saying. That right. first reaction of right. The first reaction usually is a memory. Mm. Then you have to like think about it, like oh, right. this is me. Like I believe I can fly. I sang at my at my at my graduation. Yeah, like we sang it as a class. So to me, I just think that song is beautiful, and it reminds me of graduating from what's our version of elementary school in Barbados and being with those being with those people, many of whom I've never seen since. So I, when I hear the song, I think about that. But then also in the back of my mind, I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah. Eh. So I. I, I like this conversation is is not really a uh, justification. No, it's not, not really at all. Um, Apology is not saying what you should or should not do. Just it's just ex- we're just trying to explore how this moral and memory thing kind of goes. Because there's there's no real right or wrong answer. Like like I said before, I feel like you get there to whatever side of the of the coin you decide to be on at your own pace. There are some people. Who literally, as soon as they saw Surviving R. Kelly, canceled everything. Turned it off. They're not fooling with him no more ever again. Like, I remember even when it happened, um, B2K said that after they finished that Millennium Tour, they weren't going to perform any more of the songs that he wrote. Mm -hmm. Because I think the whole thing kind of came out in the midst of the tour. Mm -hmm. And so it was basically like half their set. And so they were like, okay, when we finish this tour, we're done with performing any songs that he wrote for us. Um, so it's like, I feel like people kind of get to that place where they feel like, okay, I'm ready to just dead this completely, um, in their own time. Like there's certain songs that like I listen to now that I thought were like popping back in like late high school, college. I'm just like, this song's a bunch of garbage. I should, I should turn this off. Yeah. Um, but, but like even, even on that, um, instance, I don't go into this part that much, but like, even like I said, we, um. We also just listen to all kinds of music now too, mm-hmm. and like even like sometimes our music, what we listen to, doesn't match our lifestyle. Right. <laughs> we just like listen to it for a certain reason. And right. I, I, on that end, I kind of want to talk about just. I I think about it in terms of like because people always talk about how music is ruining communities mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I think it's I I check music and art like I check um. Movies. I feel mm. as if like it's okay. Like sometimes I just don't like listen to, but sometimes I like listening to. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think I count it like a movie mm-hmm. in terms of some movies are about all different things. Even though it's about someone's story, even though someone's saying it, it's still a movie. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where I go into it. Mm-hmm. The same way how certain movies I can't see because it might be too real to me and affect me. Right. So the same way, but certain movies I can watch and I'm like and be entertained by. Mm-hmm. And and enjoy certain things, right? Um, yeah, because like, and like I, I don't I don't believe in the context that um if you listen to certain music that you're not intelligent. I've right. 
I don't believe in any of those things. I've seen the most intelligent people listen to all forms of ratchet music. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, might, it might it might play into like how to, like I think someone was saying like it might play into like trying to be grounded. Right. <laughs> someone was me. Yeah. Okay. Someone said that. But thank, thank you for crediting me. The reason why I was asking, because I was like, I'm, I'm talking to Kayla, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I feel like it's, it's, it's like for me, like I did not grow up in America. Like I grew up, I would, I would say I grew up in Barbados. That's, that's where I was formed in terms of like what my personality foundation or whatever you want to call it was like. And it's like, I've, I've come here and I've done a lot of things, quote unquote, the right way. I went to college. I did this. I did that. And, you know, I've never lived in, I've never sold a drug. I've never even seen a drug, I don't think, outside of marijuana. Um, I don't know anybody who's an avid drug user that I can think of. Um, I do know people who have sold the drugs. Um, But when some of these, um, like when hustling comes on, I am America's most prolific drug dealer. (laughs) Like I rapple, I go so hard when that song comes on and it's just like, it, it's, 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 to me, I kind of look at it as it's like, a, a, like, I, and I think people who are like, quote unquote, accomplished or whatever, like, they're just not living that like drug dealer hood trap life. They're not living that life, but there's something about it that draws people in because I think, you know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a sense of, you know, this might not be my reality, but I recognize it's the reality for a lot of people who look like me. And it's almost a way for me to ground myself so that I don't ever feel like I'm separated from these people. Like, and that I'm not so much different from them. That the only difference between me and the people who are, who are living this life or have lived this life and are now talking about it on music the only, you know, separation is really just circumstance. Because I, I too could, this could have been me. Or, you know, people might have family members yeah. who are doing, who are in, the, who are living their life this way. Not everybody is like, you know, just, you know, living that great, perfect life and everybody else around you is doing that too. Like you are directly connected a lot of times to people who are struggling and in, 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 in doing whatever they can to survive in this country. And so I feel like for, for when you see like, you know, like lawyers and people with PhDs and like just people that you would think just wouldn't be into this kind of stuff going along with it. I kind of feel like it's, it's a way of, of grounding in some kind of weird way. And it's also to me a way of, of, um, of just appreciating another person's experience. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think that all of these rappers that be saying this stuff really live this life, but that's neither here nor there. Like when I hear hustling, honestly, it, that's another song to me that's tied to a memory. Like I said, I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not drug dealer. Jason, I don't, I don't know anything about that life. I just, but I remember that song, like when I was in college trying to motivate myself to write papers and I just would be like in the computer lab, like Dillian and Dallian on Facebook and I would just turn on like some Rick Ross, some T.I. And I would just be rubber band man. Why let's attack. Going hard. Again, never sold any drugs, never had rubber bands of money. But it just motivated me yeah. to get through certain stuff. So when I listen to it now, like I attach the memory of college and trying to get through my work and do what I had to do. I mean, T.I. is legit talking about, you know, selling drugs and, you know, 
escaping the law. Allegedly. 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 That's <laughs> allegedly. Gotta couch everything in allegedly. But I, I and I can see how the argument could be made that that music is harmful to the black community because it's encouraging kids to do blah 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 blah. blah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like. There's an M sticker. It's not for kids. Huh? There's an M sticker. It's not, it's not for kids. Yeah, I'm sticker. I mean, you know. I'm gonna say it's not for kids. Yeah, it's not. Or, for kids, or, or, no. or it wasn't made for kids. Yes, that's not the demographic it was made for. No. Now, if they get to it, that's one thing. But that's not the demographic of people it was made for. Yeah, I, I think that um, even, even like other songs, I, I think that um, we, we, I, I think sometimes I, I'm a hip hop head, so like a lot of things tend to be conflicting in my life. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I call myself a very strong Christian. I call myself a very strong activist, mm-hmm. very strong progressive. So a lot of times, the hip-hop I listen to counters that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that, um, I think the music I listen to, I think that, um, like I said, I, I treat it like a movie. And like, there's so many other things that I like about a song outside of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I think that people don't give that to hip hop sometimes. Mm. And I think that's kind of what the issue is. Like other songs, they'll put the piano, they'll say that the sax is good, they'll say the instrumental, how the composer is good, everything from there. But for hip hop, it's like, no, it's lyrics. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but hip hop is not only lyrics. Mm-hmm. And like, if you know hip hop, understand that it's not only lyrics, then it's a little different. Right. Um, some songs, it's just great because you could dance to it. It's just meant for dancing. Mm-hmm. So even though lyrics saying crazy stuff, awesome. But we're not doing that for the lyrics. We're doing it because they're dancing. Right. Because it's meant for dancing. Right. <laughs> Same thing with um, certain things. I just like how they say certain words. I like mm-hmm. the flow of how they're talking. Mm-hmm. That flow hits me. I like the voice of how they're working. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the hook. I like mm-hmm. just like certain things. It's just how they put that song together just, just gets me with how it... Right. Like, it's it so many, you on a deeper level. It's so many other factors mm-hmm. outside of just... They said this. Right. Because if they just said it in an open mic, I don't want to listen to it. Right. So it's not just the lyrics. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that was the case, then all hip-hop should just be spoken word. Yeah. But that's not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, some, some of my favorite songs, when I actually think about the lyrics, they aren't saying much. And, and they might be trash. It might... It, dare I say it is trash. Yeah. However... But it's, it's just... It's the, just the, it's the full the compilation of it together, I like it. Yeah. Because like, even like just certain songs that just got really popular... That people always like use as as as, as like uh, this is what hip hop is. That's why it's mm-hmm. trash. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's it called? Little John Eastside Boys. Um, Get low. They'll use that song. But we like people like the song because of the beat. Mm-hmm. How it starts is great. Mm-hmm. How they even though I'm not talking about the actual words, but just how they put it together. Mm-hmm. Which is which is genius how they put it together. Yeah. It was genius how they like how they use even though they use skeet skeet. It like it was genius how they put it together. I'll never it, let that song go. No, it's, it's just so clear. It's just genius in terms of musicology mm-hmm. of how they put it together. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times we don't like people don't let people listen to hip hop that way. There's like nah, look, listen to what you're saying. It's trash. And like I, I was like, it's not fair how they treat hip hop. Yeah. In the, in the, I know I'm a very hip hop person. I know this is part where some people like they you know, shy away from the conversation. <laughs> but this is this is why I listen to hip hop because it's like it's, it's the musicology of it. There's so many other things musically that, that happens on. Mm-hmm. Um, even like the new the new kids now. Like a lot of times I can't listen to a lot of it, but like I understand. It the, yeah, it sounds repetitive, but I understand how they're flowing the musicology. I understand why people like it. Yeah. Like I understand why people like certain things and like how like now 
rap is a lot more melodic now. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I understand why they like it. Like, I decided this this week, I like the baby. <laughs> like, the the kids today, I feel like they rap very, like... It's very melodic. It's very melodic. It's not, it's not as harsh... And 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 uh and rough is like a DMX for example, who I also enjoy, but you know they it it they they're just more melodic and it's like softer, and I'm like I don't like all of them, but I like the baby, I do <laughs> I do I it, I didn't want to get engaged with any of them because I'm just like I don't know what these kids talk about I don't know what they're doing, but like I had a little playlist going one day when I was walking and I was just like I like the baby I listened to a few of his songs I was like. I like I like the way of his voice. I like the sound of his voice. I like the way he he like constructs his music. It's not for me that much. I know. Yeah. It's it's for the younger kids, but I like what I hear. Yeah, and like and I I feel as if like we have to like allow hip like people allow hip hop for me a music genre and not just spoken word over whatever it be. Right, and it, and like and and when you don't treat it like and. I guess when we get into like the whole Snoop Dogg, we'll yeah, it's, it's on there. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more. All right. Yeah, because um, I, I, is, is yeah, that before you yeah I, I think the only other thing I wanted to say is that you know I think we have to stop trying to make music made by black people a political or social statement thing. Because I'm like, do other people do this? Where all the music that they're um, all the music that their um, that their people make, they now ascribe it to. You're impacting the community, um, et cetera, et cetera. Like, do we have to? Do we have to take it there? Like, why can't people just make music that they want to? Um, that they want to make. Why does it always have to be tied to some type of social responsibility or? or 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 um community responsibility like why why aren't black artists not allowed to just make music that they like or that they're connected to like we'll talk about that a little bit later with some of the other topics but i think that's that, that's one of the things that also kind of tickles me about this whole morals versus memories conversation it's just like mm -hmm. you know why why do we feel like we have to battle that in the first place? Yeah. Like why why do we feel like we can't just listen to some music and just and just be good and just be good? Like why does it have to be this whole thing in the first place? So yeah, that that was the only other thing I wanted to say. So yeah, um, that was you know kind of our our, our discussion serious topic for today. So um, if you guys have any commentary, any questions, any input, we welcome it. Um, shoot us an email, all love, no fear, pcast at gmail.com. You can also comment on our social media pages, all love, no fear, pcast on Instagram, on Twitter. We have an all love, no fear um, podcast page on Facebook. Um, you can also comment on the website if you listen there. Um, just let us know what you think, because, you know, this is just me and Mark's uh, uh, conversation. This is a lot of these podcast topics literally start off as car conversations. We just be riding around yeah. in the car talking and it'd be like, oh, it'd be random. It'd be random. So this is this is one of our random like thoughts. So you know, definitely let us know if you guys have differing opinions because we would love to hear more. So up next is artist spotlight. Yes, artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. So plot twist: you've heard this artist already for today. Um, his name, and let me make sure I pronounce it right because you know I. 
I, I'm sorry. This is I gotta do um, better with um, pronouncing the African names. Also, any um, artists or you want to us to feature your song, please um, email us at allofnofearpcast at gmail dot com. We're the Big Bird. Yeah, we'll we'll listen to your song. And let me know. We'll let you know if we want to feature you. Um, so our, we're, not, we're not featuring all y'all. Yeah, not all just, y'all. But just, you know. If it's good, we'll feature you. Right, because we don't want to. We don't want to let people think that we have bad musical taste. That would just be no, alarming. We wouldn't do that to you. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't voice that on our on our people. Yes. So, artist spotlight this week. Um, his name is Toby or Tobe Nwigwe. Um, he's of Nigerian descent. Um, Toby. His first name is short for Tobi Chukwu, which is the Igbo word for praise God. So he's Igbo. Okay. Yes, he's Igbo. Um, he is from Houston, Texas, um, and he was a linebacker at the University of North Texas um, before he got a foot injury and that kind of canceled his football career. Um, he is married to a woman named Fat. I don't know if that's short for anything, but that's her name. And the two of them live in Houston. I believe they've got some kids, if I remember correctly, from following his Facebook page. And um, his producer is a woman. Her name is Nell, which is super exciting. I think that's the lady that's in the Try Jesus, Don't Try Me video um, that's using the, the what do you call that thing? That that board where you tap on the things and it, like the beat board. Or, there's a word for sound, it. Sound effect board. The sound effect board. I was like, there are words. Yes, but he's our artist spotlight for this week. He's been out for a couple of years now. Um, I've been following him. He's like a rapper with a real gravelly voice. But I guess he do a little singing when he ready to. Um, as per try Jesus, don't try me. Um, but he has been out now for a couple of years and he's been putting out all this great music and I've been seeing a lot of people, you know, how I think I started following him. I think Kev on stage or somebody like that started posting him and I was like, oh, who is this guy? So I started, um, posting him on social media. So, I mean, started following him on social media, I need to say. So, um... You know, he's still up and coming, and, you know, I think this song is helping him take off. This song that we played earlier, um, I think it's, like, number one or number two on the Apple charts or something like that for downloads and stuff like that. So it's really taken off, and, you know, I'm very excited to see what he does next. So um, Mark has a song of his that he likes that he wants to play, so we're going to go ahead and play that now. This is Make It Home. Please catch it on the titles to Spotify's. And the YouTube. All the streaming places. I guess I mentioned Apple Podcast, Apple Social. I never use it, so I already mentioned Yeah, it. I don't know nothing about it, so I never talk about but, it. But um, make it home. Here it is. Hey, look, I pray you catch a wave that doesn't subside. This for the nappy heads in heaven. With a nappy head Christ by their side, I pray you catch a wave. That doesn't subside That's for the nappy heads in heaven With a nappy head Christ by their side Yeah May your streets be paved with gold Yeah Hope my whole hood make it home Yeah May your streets be paved with gold Yeah Hope my heart would make it home, yeah Cause the world can be toxic Especially when your skin look like chocolate At one point they sold us for profit But we made it out of the godly we chosen 
Yeah. Oh, my mama, the south side still holding. Yeah. Go for broke for the ones that are broken. Yeah. Please don't make me no hashtag or slogan. My whole hood is loaded. That's why I pray you catch away. That doesn't subside. This for the nappy heads in heaven. With a nappy head Christ by their side. I pray you catch away. That doesn't subside. This for the nappy heads in heaven. With a nappy head Christ by their side. Yeah. May your streets be paved with gold. Paved with yeah. Hope my whole hood make it home. Make it home. Yeah. May your streets be paved with gold. Paved with yeah. gold. Hope my whole hood make it home. Yeah. Cause they riding with chapels. It might turn your taper to pasta. Don't hardly see daughters at altars. Probably cause there ain't no more fathers. They stole them. Yeah. Put in cages by racist patrolling. Yeah. The hood is a lane to the pins like we bowling. Yeah. Please don't make us no hashtags or slogans. Yeah. Black people are golden. That's why I pray you catch away. That doesn't subside. This for the nappy heads in heaven. With a nappy head Christ by their side, I pray you catch away. The doesn't subside, this for the nappy heads in heaven. With a nappy head Christ by their side, yeah. May your streets be paved with gold. Yeah. Hope my whole hood make it home. May your streets be paved with gold. Yeah. Hope my whole hood make it home. for it too and there's a video for um try jesus not me um yeah. so check them out get yes. into it yeah it'll bless you it'll yes bless it you. will yes it will yes it will because because it's vocals it's lyrics it's vocals it's got the full package it's giving you what you need okay <laughs> okay right. okay i'm just right. trying, trying to let people know you know got it just trying to let people know so um let's talk about our other like random things that have happened this- well, month this ran- this year really a, a lot of randomness. A lot of randomness. This all in random word word word. So um, we gonna jump all over the place because there's a lot. Um, yeah. 
So um, in 2020 election news, I guess I got my wish granted because um, I always used to complain about how long they drag out an election season with all the debates and the blah, blah, blah. COVID has blocked it. Yeah. So they haven't annoyed me as much with all the extra... <laughs> The extra stuff they be doing. Like, literally, no, I feel like a, almost no one is talking about it yeah, anymore. People have annoyed me. Yes. Yes. But not like... Not like so, in the sense of like, oh my God, we've got all these debates and all this stuff. Yeah. And all, oh my God. It drives me nuts. So thankfully, uh, that, that part has ended. Um, but, uh, you know, our boy, um, Mr. West, um, came out and said he was running for president at one point and was saying all types of things. Uh, I think we've all established that... Um, Yay is having some type of manic, uh, manic episode. And, um, you know, he was on Twitter wilding. Like, I screenshotted it because I was like, I know they're going to come in and clean this up. Yeah. But he was saying all type. Like, first of all, the, the video started surfacing of him saying um, all types of stuff. Talking about how he wanted um, to kill his daughter, i.e. he wanted Kim to abort the oldest daughter, North. And then the funniest video of all of them is when he was talking about uh, Harriet Tubman, she freed the slaves to go work for other white people. And the person who was recording it was like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> that sent me. It was so funny. The, the, yeah. the quickness with which she said it, she said, all right. That's enough. It's, it's, time, it's, to like, it's time to go. It's time to go. I think that like people were saying, oh, you're just getting upset because he's crying because of he almost aborted his daughter. I was like, context for people. How come people don't use do, do context? Yeah. Yes. That by itself, maybe. That was everything else a little different. Right. <laughs> everything else made it like, oh, this must be, it might be a manic. Like that combined with the Harriet Tubman comment, combined with going off, going off on Twitter. Right. Saying all crazy things about your family. Like it, there's so many other things of why we said that. Right. It's not just that by itself. Mm-hmm. That by itself, I understand. That's not a reason, but you can't, like people like, like this pigeonhole thing like uh-huh. no you do it because of it. no it's it's context right it's mad context of reasons why right like yes does does this young man have uh mental health issues yes we are aware of that that we've known that for some time now this is not anything what the new. fact that he's running for president means a lot like it is allegedly because right. has he filed the papers i, th- I think he finally did yeah okay because yeah. for a long time i wasn't taking it seriously because i was like he ain't got no papers nowhere so never mind but, but like it's it's just like it's all that together makes me like oh he that, 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 that those are symptoms of manic. People keep trying to like pigeon like, oh no, it's because he's crying. No, because of everything. Yes, because of everything is why we're saying that. Yes, like it's it's a lot. It's a, like so he's been he's been on this path of of manic episodes. Like every couple of years, you see like him just and like going on rants. And usually when the albums drop, and yeah. that and that's why it's hard for people to get on it. Right, because it's, it's, like, it's, it's always an album. Right, so it's like, are you doing this? Is this al- Is this your album promo strategy? It's always, it's always an album. It's always album, or it's always merchandise. It's not. It's always something. And I'm not sure if it's cause or effect, but it always looks crazy. Yeah, it might be. I'm saying this. People are listening to me, so let me drop an album. Right. Or it could be I'm dropping an album. Let me do this so people know about it. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's it's still off to me. I don't like. It. I don't like it either way. Mm-hmm. So and, and that's and that's what that's my issue always with Kanye is like they keep, he keeps trying to sell something. Yeah, and it's like and, I don't, and, and, and it drives me crazy. I don't want it. I don't want. I don't, it I don't, I don't, like, I don't like anything about. It. Well, I'll be interested. I will. I will pray for that. Yes, same. I will be interested to see if his name is on a ballot come uh, November. Maybe. Um, I I would be genuinely perplexed and flabbergasted. 
Speaking of the ballot, um, 40, 45 is trying to delay the election or made an, made a Twitter statement saying that he wants to, he thinks we should delay the election because mail-in um, ballots leads to more voter fraud and this and that. Meanwhile, half of his administration has voted via mail in the past, mm. including himself. So I'm just kind of like, why are you, why are you trying to circumvent what's supposed to happen? Like why? Why are you steadily trying to stop this election from happening? Because I feel like he keeps trying to do different little things, and you know, just just be very it's, mixy it's, with it in an weird. attempt to cancel the election. It's the weird. FEC came out that same day and was like, "Sir, mm-mm, that's no, you're not going to do that. No, no." Trump not here. has this complex. Not of, here. If you ask him, he is not being the kid. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's consciously mm-hmm. trying to be a dictator. Mm-hmm. But I think he's not understanding that his actions will become dictatorish. Yes, because... because and I, I think that's the problem. Because, like, I get what you're saying. I, I understand, like, I don't think that in his mind he's like, I'm going to be a dictator. Right. But the things he is doing, because mm-hmm. he doesn't understand history, he doesn't understand context, he doesn't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a reason why certain laws were in place mm-hmm. so it won't be dictatorish. Right. So there's a reason why certain laws were in place I just find it funny. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So that it won't be... This is this is not a monarchy. But right. There's a reason why. Right. Like, he keeps trying to delay the election. He's like, oh, I can be... Like, it, it's just... I understand what... I, I, I... If someone said that to me, I'm, I'm not shocked. Like, I don't think he's consciously trying to do it. Right. I think he's just stupid. Right. But he but the things he does is like lack of knowledge of doing things. Yeah. I mean, I think that he Oh, before you finish. Oh. And another thing I want to say is it was very interesting how like they all said no in the most politeness of ways. Mm-hmm. Republicans say no in the most politeness of ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because what they understand is like um America like I understand everybody keeps saying that like if um everybody votes then he won't get reelected. Mm. What if a hundred percent people vote and he still got elected? What if then he what? just? What if America is just trash? What if? What if that's the case? Right. What if America is just a trash? I mean, and, and given <laughs> and given the way people are acting about wearing masks, I'm I'm tempted right, to if, conclude that there might if, be more trash kids than I thought. What if America is just trash? What if? What if like the fact is? Because like people keep talking about Republicans um, are acting a certain way. But they're acting a certain way also because the people who voted for them want them to act that way. They vote for them over and over. It's not like they do that and then they don't get voted in the next time. Mm-hmm. They keep getting voted in. Yeah. So like people want them there. <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's so there's like, somebody somewhere that's co-signing whatever. So doing. it's like I understand what everybody's saying. There's a lot of trash, but also America's trash. Yeah, that, that part. So Never. America's trash wants trash presidents because yeah. that's what America. So like, I understand what you're saying, but also America's trash. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So what I wanted to say was, a, I find it funny that um find it the funny. very thing whenever a black Thief. woman says they find it funny, it's never funny. Thief. Um. Grow up. <laughs> um. <laughs> I find it funny how. The very thing that him and others like him were trying to accuse Barack Obama of doing, 
is what they're doing. Because when That's right, the case. That's the case for everything. right before the 2016 election, like you have no idea how many conspiracy theories I saw, like people posting on social media, like Barack Obama's gonna start a war, so he can't leave the office. He's gonna change the constitution to make an amendment so that he can remain the president forever, blah blah blah. All based on nothing but people's craziness. Because there was nothing that he was doing at the time that gave anybody the impression that he was trying to be the president for a third term. Even if he wanted to be, Michelle LaVon Robinson Obama was not going with it. If he was trying to run for a third term, he was going to do it without Michelle. Yeah, Michelle was like, I'm Because the way I, Michelle walked on that plane on inauguration day, Michelle been ready to go. She's Michelle like, probably had that house packed up from like August of, of 2016. Like, all right, so whenever it's time to go, just let me know. I, yeah. I'm ready. I, 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 think, I can go. I think Barack Obama even said it in one of the shows. He was saying like, could you run a third term? He was like, well, if I ran a third term, I would probably be divorced. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle's not doing <laughs> Michelle's that Michelle's like, nah. We did, I'm, we did I'm eight years. I'm good. I'm good on all this. Eight, so eight, I'm just eight like, years is enough time. Yeah, so I just find it funny that all of a sudden they're trying to, all of a sudden, you know, you see Donald Trump trying to pull these moves. Meanwhile, that's exactly what he was trying to accuse but, about Obama but, of doing. But it, it, it was mad stuff that he did that, Accused about it, 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 it's just, it's so weird. I, then, I feel like he was like, "Well, Obama did it, so I could do it." I feel like that's that's his mindset. And I'm like, "Well, he, he didn't do it." No, you know, that's not. That's not but, right. um, you're saying things that aren't true. So no, sir, you can't. You can't. Yeah. But um, what's next? Um, is it me or does it seem like this Joe Biden vice president announcement is taking forever? Like the elections in November, it's August. Why do I still not know who your who your I, VP is supposed I, to be? I don't know. Because, what, what, because, what, because is, what is the holdup, Because sir? he's trying to make it a big thing. He's trying to, like, I, I knew it was going to be some nonsense when he first said, I'm going to make sure my vice president is a woman. I was like, all right, I see what's going on. I see what's happening. <laughs> I, I I was over it from that point on. I, I see what's happening, yeah. yeah. From that point on, I was like, I see what's happening. I don't have time. Like, I'm like, what, like, I'm <laughs> like, like it is August. The, the election is in November. Like, what? Who, what are we still waiting on? It is. He's just, he's just trying. He's trying to make a statement, and I'm like, I don't have time for you. I'm like, bro, it's like, what's happening? I don't have time for the statements. Just like, do, just I, do what you gotta do. I keep looking like, what, is he gonna tell us eventually? Like, you, you, you could, you could have just picked the most qualified person and most likely whatever happened with a woman anyway. Right. But like, just, I, just I heard uh, just choose somebody. It'll be fine. Yeah, I heard Kamala Harris was the front runner, but like, I don't know. We'll see. I think people thought it was Stacey Abrams for a while, and then Stacey, uh, he basically told it wasn't you. Yeah. On some new show. Yeah. And stay, you can see her face be like, oh, that's, is that okay. right? All right. Child, a mess. But I'm like, I'm going to just need him to come on because we don't, sir, we're over it. Okay. Just come on. Um, Moving on. So it is August and COVID is still here. COVID has gone nowhere. Um, Numbers are going down in certain places like, you know, New York. Numbers are escalating in certain places like Georgia because, you know, their governor is crazy. And is trying to sue the mayor of Atlanta for mandating masks. I don't understand why people are still thinking this is a, a, a hoax. Rest in peace to Herman Cain. Um, but I don't know why people are still thinking COVID is a hoax. Why they're still thinking that wearing a mask is not necessary. Um, I just don't understand what um, what is the problem. Um, it's It's embarrassing to see how this disease has not been handled in this country. It's embarrassing. Other countries who we look at as less advanced and less developed than us have somehow managed to get rid of all of their COVID cases. Meanwhile, there are people still out here getting COVID. And 
more and more it seems like the issue is not anymore that we don't have enough tests or we don't have um, enough hospital beds. It's literally just that people will not stop violating codes. Wear a mask when you go places. All these videos you see of people tearing up the supermarket and wherever else they're at because they're being asked to make, wear a mask and they feel like it's violating their rights. That's insane. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why Like, why is it that it's so hard for people to just get on code and wear the damn mask? You're not going to die. Like, come on. Like, just put the damn mask on and, and, and do what you need to do. Like, what is so hard about that? Like, are, are we that selfish as a people here in this country that we're willing to expose other people and ourselves to potential death just to not have to wear a mask because we feel like it's a violent... Like, is it that serious? And, but, but like I said, I, I think the what what 45 is good for is to making things political. Because I'm like, this He's is that, not a political... Wearing a mask is not a political issue. Neither, it is a health issue. Neither is civil rights. Neither is Black Lives Matter. Not, neither is a lot of things. It's, they're good for making everything a political issue. Everything is choose a side. Right. It's not like... Nothing is... All right, we all we all agree with this one. No, everything is no. I'm on this side of it. They'll create a side that doesn't need a side. Right, because I'm just like, like and, and I think what that's are y'all talking like, about? Everything creates a side. Like I have to create a side different from them. Because the thing with COVID is, you know, I've been reading, Democrats are part of that too. Yeah, by the way. I'm, I've been I'm reading, No, I've been reading a lot of stories about like people don't really people aren't really talking about how serious COVID is. Like, yeah, you can recover. But there are long-lasting issues that people have as a result of being recovered from COVID. Like, I was reading, like, this whole uh, uh, thread of people who recovered from COVID, and they still have, like, long-lasting, like, issues with, like, you know, movement in their bodies and lung capacity issues. Like, it's not just, like, oh, I'm all better and back to my old self. People are, like it's been three, four months and I'm still experiencing like long-term side effects. And I don't know if this is ever going to go away. And I'm just like, what is it going to take? The, the fact that almost 150,000 people have died in America as a result of COVID. And those numbers could be inflated for a number of reasons. Because, you know, infected. Okay. infected, whatever the case is. Yeah. But somehow China, the people who quote unquote started it, only about 4,000 people died. Like, what does that say about us as a country who are supposed to be this superpower and this world leader that we are allowing for people to get this sick and die about over a disease that many of them didn't have to die over just because we're allowing people to be like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask because this, that, the third, and the fourth. 157,000 deaths, you're right. Yeah, okay. I'm like, what in the French is happening here? What's going on? Like... People don't want to quarantine. Like, all these videos you see of people in various states, like, in clubs, all up on each other, da 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 Like, it's insane. Like, what is wrong with people? Like, I just, it confuses me to no end. And then the arguments they're trying to make about the kids need to go back to school and, you know, kids are getting coronavirus too. And they're, yeah, and they're passing it to their parents and to other siblings. So I'm just like, I'm not understanding this push to have all these kids back in school. Kids ain't gonna keep no mask on. Like, I feel, I feel like, you know, give people options. And I've, I've seen like different states and school districts give people options to keep their kids home and stuff like that. But it's just like the fact that, you know, a pediatrician 
got on television, you know, behind the White House desk and said, kids need to go back to school is insane to me. And I know it's a hard choice to make for a parent because some parents, they don't have childcare or another option. School is childcare. So they have to work and, you know, it's a hard choice to make. So I'm not going to judge anybody's choice because, you know, people have to do what they have to do, but it's just like, there's no reason that a country as advanced as, and, and powerful as this one should still be battling coronavirus on the level that we are at this point in time. Like we should have gotten a handle on this by now, but you know, people are just between the leadership of a lot of these States and cities and the leadership of this country in general, and just people feeling like their rights are being violated when they really aren't. This, this just keeps going on and on and on. And, you know, I have to say, I appreciate um, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. He has been on the ball. Like, he's not fooling around. He has been shutting down bars and restaurants and taking away liquor licenses for people who have not been following the um, guidelines as laid out by the um, reopening plans. Um, He has been, you know, diligent about trying to make sure that people who are coming from certain states are quarantining themselves and doing whatever. But, like, ultimately, I think that, you know, people have to stop being so selfish. Like this isn't going to go away if we keep being selfish and not thinking about other people and just feeling like, well, I don't want to wear a mask, so I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. I'm like, at some point you have to just, just stop that and just be like, all right, a mask is uncomfortable. And don't get me, get me wrong. Wearing a mask in the summertime is like having a blanket on your face. Like it just, like literally when you take the mask off, when, when we go to the supermarket, when I get back in the car, I literally feel like I took a blanket off. Like my face feels like, oh, it's cooling down finally. But if that mask is what keeps me from getting sick or getting another person sick, then I'll wear it. Like I'm not gonna, it's not the end of the world. Like people, I saw this, uh, this video where this lady was like, the mask is leading us to, and it showed a progression of like, they're asking us to wear the mask now. Next thing, it's going to be a hijab. Next thing, I'm like, how, how you get from a, a, a surgical mask, a face covering to keep you from breathing your COVID or having somebody breathe their COVID on you turn into they're going to have us wear a hijab? Like, do, do people not recognize that hijab is like a religious covering for a specific religion that America is not? Like, I'm, I don't understand. The, the pro- like I said, the big, the big problem... Is it crack? No, no, is it crack that you smoke? The problem is, is, is like, because, because everybody can be a news station everybody can put things out. Mm-hmm. People are like looking at things. They have these trust news stations they're all saying things. Mm-hmm. And like they're just believing it. And people are believing it. And like it's... it's, it's people nothing. just saying anything. Yeah, and people just believe it. That's yeah. Right. And I think that's the problem. I think, you know, I've heard people talk a lot about the anti-intellectualism in the United States and I think it has had a negative impact on on our development as a, as a people. Because I think now that anti-intellectualism has led people to just not think critically for themselves, but to just believe any old, anything that someone's telling them. And it's like, uh, have you stopped to think about the source of this information? Have you done any actual research beyond watching a YouTube video? Like just, there's nothing that all scientists believe. Yes. That all scientists don't like, if all scientists are saying this is right, just believe in science. Right. Like, like, can y'all stop saying scientists are the de- then who's doing the work? Who's researching it then? Right. 
Who like, are the researchers? Right, because I feel like scientists research? went to school to learn about these things. Like, right. they're professionals. I, I don't want to kill them. I'm just getting angry. Let's, it's let's fine. Um, speaking of scientists, so they got some lady on video, some African lady. Um, I don't <laughs> want to disrespect that lady. She, she's from Texas. She's from, she's from Texas. But she, she's African. She's from she's, yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's African. And she was on, they got, they got her to, to get up somewhere at a press conference and basically say that hydroxychloroquine uh, works in curing COVID and there's research to prove it and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I, I don't know what to make but, of but, it. But even like her research was, because like, her thing was saying, I used it on 350 people and nobody died. I was like, that's not, what does that mean? Does that mean they got cured? Does that mean, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means nothing. Yeah. That I, means they didn't die. Like, they might still have COVID for all that. <laughs> like, I don't know. So like, what, what, is, what, what, what does, is, that, what does mean? that mean? What does it mean? <laughs> and it just, it just all sounded very suspicious. And, like, I just don't trust it. And then when you see that, you know, uh, 45 and his son-in-law have shares in, or have stock in a company that's developing um, yeah. this hydrochloroquine um, uh, treatment, and then you see that they gave like seven hundred fifty million or something like that to Kodak to develop um, a vaccine or a, or a hydrochloroquine treatment. Like it all just looks very suspicious, and I don't trust. I don't trust it because I'm like, if it worked, why has it not been tried all this time? Like, I, it's been debunked already that it doesn't work because it's an anti-malaria drug. And it's been debunked that it doesn't work. So I'm like, why is it? Why do y'all keep coming back with this again? Like, what's the reason for this? Um, I'm just mad that they put a black lady out there because I'm like, did y'all do that intentionally to try to get other black people to believe this storyline? Like, why, why, why do you have the black woman out here? With a bunch of white... There's no other black people up on the stage. It's that one black lady and a bunch of white people standing behind her. And I'm just like, well, what, is, what, is, what does that mean? I have some questions. Why, why is it? Sh why is she strategically the person being asked well, you know, you know to present this? I just, I just want, I just want some clarification because it looked a little sus. You know what? I do. That train is never late. Nope. Um, I'm moving on from more serious things to uh, uh, music things. Jesus, come get the world if you're gonna come get it because I can't do it with these people no more. It's too much. Um, but yeah, so moving on to music things. So versus battles, there've been a number since we last, uh, gathered. The most recent one was, um, Snoop and, uh, DMX. X. Which again, I think as I said earlier in the podcast, I was kind of like, huh? When they announced that, so who? Snoop and who? Huh? Huh? Make it make sense. But I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, DMX looked good. He looked healthy. Yes. And Matt, that man be praying. He got to stop fooling around and just answer his calling to be some type of pastor or 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 worship leader or something. Cause that man be praying some powerful prayer. He prayed him like how he rap. But he played he prayed some very powerful prayers. Like I'm like, God listen to DMX. Whatever it is he be saying, God be like right there, like <laughs> tuned in. Yeah. Like, yes, brother X, speak. Go forth. Yeah. Um but it he, was he pray he prayed on every album. Yep. Every album. Yep. He prays on every album. Yep. He's serious about that prayer. Yeah. He's serious. Serious. And I think there was a video on Instagram, I don't know if it's still up, like a couple months back, where he was sort of like, sort of leading the Bible study. And I was like, well, come on, X. Come on, give, give us the word. Give us the word. We need, we need a word from X at a time like this. And I, I, like I said, I was confused when I first heard the pairing. But it was actually cool to just see two kind of like 50-year-old, like grown men just kick it. Yeah. And like what I loved about it was how 
how cool they were with each other. Like those have got to be two of the coolest, coolest guys. Like they just like, I don't want no smoke with nobody if they don't want no smoke with me. Like they were like, and they were very affectionate. Like, and, and people tried to make comments about it. Like, oh, I don't know. That's kind of, cause you know, men can't be affectionate with men cause whatever. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we got to grow up. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, just, I, I, think, I think that, um, I think that that is always key for the verses. It's verses for people who are in the same class, but also who are cool with each other. Yeah. And those two think, are, and, it was, and it was so fun to watch them like rap along to each other's song and ad lib to each other's song. They'd be like, yo, this is my ish. Like they were just going ham. Like they were like standing each other almost. Yeah. And it was like just so it, 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 nice it's always, to it's, see. It's always good to see that. And I would never have thought that because like Snoop is like, you know, West Coast all day and you know, DMX is like, you know, Rough Riders, New York, like just, just to, I mean, it's not crazy to expect that they would know each other's songs and be fans but it, of each it, other. It, it's, it's interesting that they're close. We, we, yeah. you, you didn't expect them to be close. Yeah. Like the way that they was going up for each other and like, like, yeah, I, I love this song. This song, like they was just hyping each other up and I loved it. It was so, it was, it was one of the best verses they've done so far. And apparently Get At Me Dog came from Snoop Dogg saying to X. Oh. Like apparently Snoop Dogg, like at one point, I saw X and he was like, "Yo, hey, get yo, at me, dog. Get at me, dog." And Snoop and X was like, "Hmm, song, song." <laughs> I got it. Don't you worry. Yeah, he said he 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 inspired him to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I I definitely enjoyed them. I wasn't I wasn't mad at it at all. Um, they also did um fabulous and um and um Jadakiss. Um, yeah. that one happened while we were away. Um. I, those guys. I was, I was, I was secretly rooting for Jadakiss the whole time. Though I expected Fabulous to have a better showing because Fabulous has so many great like songs and features that I was just like, oh, Fabulous about to come with the heat. You know, you know why it was different. And also, because he did. I, I think Jadakiss starting it off changed everything. Because mm-hmm. Jadakiss started off number one with Blackout, which is ridiculous to start off with. Mm-hmm. And then like, so he was like, all right, this is the stage. Mm-hmm. So Fabulous had to follow him. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, and you can't out-hood Jadakiss. Correct. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to do that. <laughs> you can't out-hood very, very few people can actually do that. Yes. So, yeah, and I mean, I think the highlight of the Fab Jadakiss one was how drunk they both were. They, they were quite drunk. They were both quite deliriously drunk. Jadakiss um, drunk was a meme for a long time. Yeah, Jadakiss, <laughs> and he was wearing the bright highlighted yellow outfit. <laughs> Like, Jadakiss was just, it's, he seems like fun drunk. He yeah. seems like this is a good time. You're going to have a good time. He's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, I'm playing a song at my wedding, man. I'm playing a song at my wedding. I'm like, sir, sir, can you pull it together? And Fabulous is just like quiet, brooding drunk. Like, yeah. all right, all right. I'm yeah. like, the two of y'all drank too much Douce or whatever it is y'all had up here. Water, water. At one point I was like, can someone get them some water? Because this cup doesn't, it, it looks brown. And I don't want them to keep doing this. Because I was like, these guys are toasted. They were. They are toasted. But that was, was a fun battle. It was a good battle. It was a fun battle. I wish Fabulous would have like performed. Like at the end when the battle was over, that's when Fabulous DJ would have played all the, all the tunes. I was like, where was this in the battle? Because some of them songs he played in the battle, I was like, these are deep cuts. If you're not like a deep Fabulous fan, you're like, what is this? Besides. Yeah, I'm like, don't nobody want to hear that? That's not what we came to the battle for? This is not what we came for. Fa- Fabulous did. And he lost. That's that's why that happened to him. Because because he he thought people wanted to hear that, and he was incorrect. All right. What what, what the verses in mind? So so Snoop had did a interview uh, with Charlamagne, mm-hmm. and um and there was like and people was like, "Yo, who's in your top 10? And like they were talking about like he was talking about a bunch of things. And he was saying like, "Yo, a lot of people wasn't messing with white people like that." 
and mm-hmm. rapped for a while. Mm-hmm. He was like, and then Dr. Dre kind of introduced him to the black audience. The black people were like, okay, he's cool. Because mm-hmm. like Dr. Dre put him in. And he was like, but Eminem is not really in my top 10. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, there's a lot of people I need in there. He talked about Rakim, Big mm-hmm. Daddy Kane, mm-hmm. Ice Cube. And he was like, he's, th- he's not better than them to me. And like, he was like, I need, I need a lot of things in hip hop. I don't need him. Mm-hmm. Eminem stands went crazy. They got upset. Yeah, you gonna say that? You can't say that about Eminem. Eminem is the greatest in the world. <laughs> the okay. greatest. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's like, Eminem is the greatest. I was like, number one, Eminem said himself, he doesn't put himself above a lot of people he mentioned. Right. He said that Eminem, that be crazy talk. Eminem doesn't put himself above Rakim. He doesn't put himself above Big Daddy Kane. And anybody who thinks that is smoking crack. Yeah, like he doesn't put himself above that and everything. So it was interesting that Eminem stands who never have any knowledge of hip hop got upset. Which is, that's what's always interesting. I'm like, but you don't have your knowledge of hip hop and you got upset. Which is- I feel like Snoop said what Lord Jamar said a couple of years ago in a classier fashion. Lord Jamar said, I don't know, Nan, Nan Hood dude. That the Nan hip hop dude that really be bumping Eminem like that. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, but I, and people were mad at Lord Jamar for saying that, and Snoop basically just said the same thing. He's like, I don't. That's not. I, that's I, not what hip hop heads yeah. go to because it's just so much things. Like I'm, I'm talking like Snoop Dogg finally on Instagram put out his list top ten. He said Slick Rick, Ice Cube, LL Cool J, KRS One, Rakim, Run for Run DMC, D from DMC. Big Daddy King, Ice T, and Too Short, and that makes sense. Uh-huh. It makes sense for why he would put that. I appreciate Slick Rick being up there. <laughs> it makes perfect sense why Snoop Dogg would put them. Right. right. <laughs> and people are just, why you got Eminem there? Because why? First of all, Snoop Dogg, why would Snoop Dogg put somebody who came out after him as a better, like. Who, who he burst. Who he, literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. Why would he, he might think Eminem is a perfectly fine rapper. Like, but in terms I, of I, people who. I he, made him. Right. Eminem exists partially because of the work that I did yeah. to open the door for Dre to even be like up and around these type of people. So why would he ever? Why? Why? Would he why? why? Makes why no sense. So and then back to my conversation before, I was trying to say like how hip hop's music. I think that if you think look at hip hop, and in your mind, hip hop is just about words and lyrics and spoken word over a beat. I understand why you would just say. Mm-hmm. Eminem is the greatest because he's the best rhymer of words. Mm-hmm. I get why you would say that. Yeah. But hip-hop is so many other different things. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that he does not have. Mm-hmm. It's content, lyrics, um, flow, how he puts songs together, mm-hmm. how he adds things. Like, some stuff is cool. But it's so, like, in the musicality of certain things, like, I'm not, there's a lot of Eminem songs that I don't want to hear over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was talking. I talking to my friend yesterday. Who, I, you were in the room, but we were like, like, like Eminem songs. I don't want to hear Eminem in the club ever. Nah. Any, any, I don't think he really has any club songs. But either. any club that plays Eminem is not a club I want to be. No. If I go into a club and they play Eminem show, I'm walking out. <laughs> You're like this is not this is not the venue for me. I don't want to hear this. Like this is not. I didn't come I don't, for this. I don't want to come in here lose yourself. I don't want to hear that. No, it's, it's not. It's not what I want to hear in the club. It is not meant It's for. a perfectly fine song, just not. not I don't want to hear that in a club. That's fine. That's fair. And and and, and that and that is reality. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> so I, like I, I I think that like it and I I feel, I feel as if 
for you to be top tier, you have to have a thing, something for everything. Mm-hmm. Something for the club, something for me to drive to, something for me to work with. So, like, I think you should have music for all contexts. Of course, you need to have some music that you can just sit down and psychoanalyze. Mm-hmm. But I'm not doing that for everything. Like, you have to have songs for all contexts. Yeah. So, like, I understand what people say. When Eminem's not in your top 10, I understand. Right. Like, it's, it, 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 it everybody's <laughs> top 10 has a different, it's a different vibe. A different, a different thing. Like there, there are people who are there because of their lyrics. There are people there because of the beats that they've used. There, there are people there for various reasons. I was thinking about creating like some kind of spreadsheet or like something where people can like do their top twenty and and how it would be would be like choose your five categories that matter to you out mm-hmm. of these five categories and then rate using these five categories. Okay. Because each cat, because because everybody's five categories that matter to them are different. Exactly. Exactly. Like some want, some people just like songs they can dance to. Yeah. Like especially if you're a dancer. Right. You look for, like songs they can dance to are what hit with you. Like right. Veronica. Mm-hmm. If a song dance to it, she likes that song. Right. I like the song because I can dance to this. Right. <laughs> it matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Agree. So like it's just certain songs that hit different for what you're doing, and right. I think, I think that's kind of like how you have to do your top your top list is based off of those factors that right. matter to you. It's a very individualized. Yeah, it's it's very individual individualized list of what matters to you. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know why people are getting this upset with Snoop. He said what he said. He's not going to backpedal on it. You're not going to be like, oh, you know what? No, like he said, Eminem is not in his top ten, and that's it. And I'm sure Eminem is not sitting at home like, oh my god, I can't believe he would say something like that. Like, come on, there there are people who who uh, I feel like Eminem is a very particular. He's a certain artist. Artist. Yeah. And there's some people who enjoy it and there's some people who don't. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's that's completely fine. Like there's certain songs I really like from Eminem. Like I love that No Love song he did mm-hmm. with Lil Wayne. I, like I bumped that song all the way. Yeah. It's just not a lot of songs I would do that to. Right. Yeah. Like if you're... It's not, not a lot of songs I would play again. Right. Like a lot of his songs, like again, I think a lot of his songs are like memory, like nostalgia, like, you know, uh, Marshall Mathers LP, like, that's yeah. that's like a high school memory. But even that, but like that album was like a lot more content than his more recent stuff, though. Well, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta do. It. But yeah, I, 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 I definitely some of his songs, like lyrically, I've been like, all right, I see you wordplay. But right. I, I don't know. I still don't know if I would put him in a top ten, and that's fine. Yeah, you don't have to. That's fine. I don't have to. All right. Um, speaking of music, so some new music has come out in the last couple of weeks. Um, so Pop Smoke, rest in peace, Pop Smoke, put out um. Well, not possible. He did. Um, his label put out um, his first official like debut album, aim, uh, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon, um, on his birthday, which was July twentieth or twenty first, I believe. Um, it's an interesting combination of album. It's an interesting combination of music if you compare it to like his mixtapes. Like his mixtapes were very much like drill heavy. Drill heavy. The album is more of a mix. Like there is some drill stuff on there, but there's also some like you know. It, it's it's an album album. It's an album album, yes. And then they they put out that album album. Then I think like a week or a week and a half later, they put out a deluxe version with some more like uh, remixes of some of the songs. I like it for the most part. I have to say I, I I enjoy it. Like his songs with Quavo, I like a lot. I think my favorite one on the album is. Uh, <sighs> it it kind of remakes uh many men. That song is good. I like that song a lot. I think that's like, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not really a pop smoke fan, but I did like that song. Yeah, 
what's it called? Uh, Got It On Me. Yeah. That's what it's called. I like that song a lot. Um, I think that's yeah. one of my favorite ones on there. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not a possible fan like that, but I, I did like that song. And like I, I enjoyed that some songs were just different. They're not the same as the other ones. Like, yeah, because Drill, Drill kind of gets a little repetitive, if we're being they, honest. They all sound way better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked I like that song. Um and I like he has a song with Lil Baby and Da Baby, who are two separate people, called For the Night That I Night that I like as well. Um and I like the Aim for the Moon Stars. Um I mean, ooh, aim aim for the moon song with him and Quavo. It's a couple little little bops on there. Word. A couple little bops. And then he has one with fifty cent and Roddy Rich that I like as well. It's called The Woo. So there's a couple little bops on there. Um, Brandy put out a new album as well this week. I listened to it on Friday. Like I could just listen to Brandy sing all day. I don't care what she sings. It's fine. I want to, I want to hear it. And I mean, I did kind of drag that baby mama song a little bit, but like when it came on, I was like, I can see why she used it as a single. I don't know if I like the chance the rapper like voice part on it still. The jury's still out on that, but I was like, it's a cute little bop. Um, B7 finally came out. Um... I like the song she has with her daughter. She has her daughter singing on one of the songs. And I like, I think Bye Bipolar is um, another one I like on that album. And she has a song with Daniel Caesar, who, you know, we've generally canceled as a person, but um, he does know how to make a good duet with a, with a singing woman. So um, I'll give him that. Because that song with him and her slaps, okay? <laughs> slaps. So, <laughs> he knows how to make a duet with a singing woman. Yes, he does, he does know how to make a duet with a singing woman. Um, so... Uh, yeah, Love Again, that's the song with him and um, Brandy. I like that too. Um, Tiana Taylor put out an album as well. Thank God, because that last one that she put out, I don't know if it was her fault. It was definitely Kanye West's fault. Or Kanye West's fault, but they played with that girl's life on that last album. And so, on the one before this. So this one that she put out this time around actually was... Remember that album came significant, out with, significantly album better. Came out with them And it was like, yo, you hear your album? <laughs> Yeah, that was fine. You, you hear it yet? <laughs> she was like, "What is that? What? Well, who did that? Who? She was mad. She was very upset. I'm sure she she did, she did not even hear her own album. She probably she probably smacked Kanye in the face. And so you know, we they, that was when they were doing those seven album things, and it was like, girl, what is this? We don't want this seven track album, seven track things. It was like, I, ugh, Tiana ain't put out a project in five years. What I'm gonna do with these seven? These seven songs. So she gave us, she made up for it and she gave us 23 songs on her album called The Album. Um, I like um, off of here, I like the one with uh, Erica Badu, Low Key. I like the one, um, I actually the intro of this song, of this album, I actually like a lot. The intro of the album is, it's not even a song really. It's literally the 911 call playing. Um, from when she was giving birth to her daughter, because um, I don't know if people remember, but like she gave birth to that baby at their house in the bathroom and Iman delivered, her husband delivered the baby. And so it's kind of like a little musical interlude thing playing while the 911 call is playing. And it's just so beautiful. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. I love it. And you can hear the baby crying in the background and Iman, like he's crying. Like, it's just, it's just a beautiful moment. Um, and so it's kind of like a real nice way to kind of start off the album. But, um, yeah, she got songs on here with Erica, Erica Badu, with Kalani, with Missy and Future, DeVito. Like, it's a nice little mix of stuff she has on here. So if you're looking for, like, a nice little, you know, Chris Brown-esque long album bop, get into it. Because, you know, Chris Brown stayed releasing, like, 40 song mm -hmm. albums that I still never get through because who's got time? Yeah. I can't do it. And then John Legend also put out an album. He's another one that had a versus 
um, during this time that we were away from y'all. Him and Alicia Keys did a versus. Again, I was like, don't nobody want to see that, but it was actually pretty damn good. Yes. Like, just hearing them, like, sing along with each other's songs and ad-lib to each other's songs and play the piece. Like, it was great. I loved it. Um, I think John won, but, you know, people try to say Alicia did, but I think John won. But, but I'm a John fan. I love John. I'm, I'm into all of his albums. Um, his most recent album, Bigger, um, my favorite song on there is his song with um, Janae Aiko. Um, it's called You Move, I Move. I think he played it towards the end of the verses. It's such a beautiful, like, song. Like, just the way it's constructed, the way their voices blend together. Like, absolutely, it's a, I see it being like a wedding song. Because it's all about, you know, just like moving together in love. I love it. I play it all the time because I think it's like just, oh, it's beautiful. And I've never really seen it for Janae Aiko vocally. Because I'm just like, she just has a real like soft type of voice. Like it's not something I would listen to. Like her voice puts me to sleep, honestly. It's like meditation music. But um, on this song, it just soars. And it blends really well with John's voice. So um, get out, uh, get into uh, John Legend's uh, latest album, Bigger. I think I like that song and I like Never Break a lot on that album. Those are my two faves off that album. So yeah, that was that was all the new music that I wanted to talk about. Do you new have any, music, new anything music. else that you remember that came out? Um, the King Crooked and um, Joel Ortiz album, Hard. That was fantastic. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was great. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance, you like you like rap, get into it. It's hip hop. Hey. Yeah, I love Joel Ortiz. He makes me very happy. Yeah, that album was good. Yeah. That's gems. Yeah. So in other in Blue, other Blue and Exile also. Blue and who? Blue and Exile. Okay. Blue and Exile. Okay. Yeah, new album. If, if you know who they are, then you know why I'm saying that. But they're okay. good. Because I'm like, who's Blue and Exile? But I forget <laughs> about him. Um <laughs> uh speaking of uh rappers, uh Meg the Stallion. Uh, we all know her. Um, she's a savage. That's that's been the TikTok song of of the quarantine. Um, first, you know, the remix with Beyonce was nice. I liked it. Then Beyonce says she got the savage thing from Tina. I said, shouts to Miss Lawson. I like it. Um, so you know, by the time you hear this, this is you know old news. But you know, Megan allegedly was shot in the foot. Um after a night of partying out with um, Tory Lanez and Kylie Jenner. And she had uh, surgery on her feet. and both that, feet. On both feet. And that was a controversial situation because at first people were saying they didn't believe it. They thought it was like a story for hype. The ultimate troll, 50 Cent, was making jokes and he had to backpedal and be like, nah, uh, my bad. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think this was real. I didn't think it was serious. Because people were kind of saying, oh, Meg is just doing this for publicity. It's not real. None of this happened. Like, Tory Lanez got arrested. They said Meg wasn't cooperating with the police. Like, it, it's just a big, conflated story, and nobody really knows what the truth is at this point. But I think people thought, a lot of people thought that it wasn't real. Like, Meg the Stallion got shot. Like, girl rappers get shot. Like, what you talking about? I don't know. Anybody doing that. And, you know, uh, people were making fun of it. Like, this girl I follow on Instagram, Jess Hilarious, she made a whole, like, sketch about it on Instagram, and people were dragging her, so I think she about to be canceled. Because this ain't her first time saying something out of pocket and people being like, sis, cut it out. So a lot of people were making fun of it. And Meg came out and made a video um, last week saying, you know, this really happened. Like, I'm not making this up. Like, I had surgery. I'm recovering. You know, I just wanted to just make a video and let y'all know that I'm okay. But, like, I'm, I'm not making this up. I really did get shot. 
I really... Because even if you watch the video, you can see her kind of limping when, like, the police are coming and they ask her to get out of the car. Like, she's not walking, like, flat-footed. She's kind of, like... You can see, like, her feet hurt. And at first, I think people were trying to say, oh, because there was glass on the ground, so she was, like, trying to step on the glass. And it's like, oh, no, she actually got shot in her foot. So, you know. Um, I hope she heals soon. Um, and I hope we'll get the actual story of what happened because or not well i mean they're saying like i've seen a lot of theories they're saying tory lanes shot her because they were getting in an argument and she was beating up on him and so he pulled out the gun and the gun accidentally went off and he shot her in the foot i'm like how you should like what's happening like i don't even understand the trajectory of things that would lead to getting shot in the foot but all right then people were saying that um the bullet ricocheted the bullet ricocheted then people were saying Tori ain't even shoot her. It might be related to that whole back and forth she had going on with her former um, label. Because remember a couple months ago she had something going with uh, Jay Prince and 1501 and Carl Crawford when she went over to Rock Nation. So people were saying it might be some type of retaliation for that. Da, 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 da. So it's like there's so many theories out there about what happened. So I'm like I just hope she heals and like her, the damage isn't permanent. But yeah, that's that's really what what's been happening uh, with her. Um, so speaking of you know beautiful black women, Beyonce, Giselle Nose Carter gave you girls yet another visual album, um, "Black Is King." So first of all, people are mad because of the title, because apparently other racists feel like saying "Black Is King" is racist, and I don't know how many more times we can explain it. Black people can't be racist. We can be prejudiced. We can be biased. We can be a lot of things, but racist is not one of the things that we can be. And I just don't understand why whenever black people say something positive about themselves, other people feel like it's an attack or it's racist. They need to figure that out. I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time going there. I just, I just need y'all to work it out, other people, because saying that black is king is totally fine. Move on. So this, al this uh, visual album um, incorporates a lot of the, the, the stuff from the Lion King album that was out a couple of weeks ago. No, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago. Um, so I loved it. I loved it. I felt like it was a beautiful expression of the beauty of blackness. Like it was unapologetically black. There was no question about it. It was blackity black, 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 black. And I'm not even the biggest Beyonce fan like that, but like just seeing that visual album, like just seeing all the ways that she incorporated Africa into what she did and how it was such a celebration of the beauty of our skin. Year. Yeah, it was last year? The Lion King movie? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was earlier this year. Child, so much time to <laughs> I, was I, like, I was like a few months ago. I was like, no. That was last year? Child. Yeah. It felt like earlier this year. Um, just, you know, she had Blue Ivy in the video. I mean, in the, in the, in the, in the movie. And, um, you know, when, because Blue Ivy has a part on Brown Skin Girl. And it was just beautiful to see that little girl singing her part. Like, that little girl is gorgeous. I don't know why y'all people like to drag her and talk about how she's ugly. That little girl is beautiful. Y'all just mad because you don't have no money. You just mad because you broke. Because Blue Ivy has money. Blue Ivy been getting royalty checks since she was born. Because her daddy had her cries on a song, and my sis get, gets credit. She gets a coin. Y'all just mad because y'all broke, and your mama ain't Jay-Z or Beyonce. That's that's really what you're upset about. Because um, I don't understand why y'all keep dragging that little girl. Um, I love the brown skin girl video, too, because, like, in the, in the song, she mentions Lupita and Naomi Campbell. You don't think you're going to see them in the movie for real. 
So when it comes on and I saw Lupita, I got so excited because I think Lupita is like perfection. Like her skin, her lips, like she's just beautiful to me. So I just got hyped. It's all get out to see Lupita on the thing. I said, yes, Lupita, yes. And when I saw Naomi on there, that is effortless baddie, okay? Naomi been slaying girls. Naomi about 55 and she been slaying girls all 55 of them years. Unmad. I love seeing Kelly Rowland in there. And when they were singing brown skin girl to each other, I was like, mm. Cause um, recently Kelly Rowland did an interview where she said she felt very um, self-conscious um, over the years because of the comparisons to Beyonce and people always referring to her as like the dark skin one or the dark skin friend and her having a hard time feeling like she was beautiful because people were always comparing her to Beyonce. And so it was just nice to see them have that moment um, in the video as friends. I also appreciated all the African dancing we saw um, and just like the various traditions that she incorporated into the uh, the movie. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney Plus. Get your friend's Disney Plus account and get on there and see it. Um, the commentary that people had about it was interesting. Um, some people were like, oh, she's, she's uh, taking advantage of African culture and she doesn't know anything about it. How do you know what she knows? That's, that's the first part. How do you know what Beyonce knows about African culture? How do you know that she hasn't like studied it, possibly visited the countries for herself? She, she might've gotten like the African um, She might've done the African ancestry. I found out that she's part of something. It was like, all right, let me research. Right. Cause she, in one of the songs she says, um, Jay-Z's Jay bloodline is Rwanda. Rwanda. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's a very specific thing to note. Yeah. So maybe she's done some type of African ancestry DNA stuff. Maybe she's gone and visited and like, you don't know. So the, the concept of she don't know anything about Africa. Why is she saying that? Then people are like, Oh, she's like just trying to utilize, um, African culture to profit off of the black lives matter movement. And again, I'm like, first of all, how do you know that she hasn't been pro black or pro African culture this whole time? You don't know. All you know is the product that she puts out. You, you don't know, know that woman in real life. You know she tells you. All you know is what she tells you. You do not know that woman in real life. All you know is what she shows you. Um, another argument I saw people making was, I don't understand why she's like putting out all this stuff about African people. She needs to focus on, you know, the issues going on here at home in America. Don't be worried about what's going on with them African people. And then like, it just, it just kept going and going and going. It's like, Y'all complained when she did pop music and said, you need to embrace your culture more and stop trying to be pop like these white girls. Now she's doing stuff where you see African dance and African dancers and, you know, African clothing and, and headdresses and things like that. And it's like, but you're not African, so you don't need to be doing it. It's like, I get why the girl don't do interviews. I get why she don't really fool with y'all. She just puts out her product and she goes because nothing she does is right. She's, she's either too black or she's not black enough. Like, there's no in-between. Like, everything she does is a problem. And I'm just like, you people have a sickness. I you have an illness. I just want you to know that if this podcast gets popular, you're going to be mad at me the whole time. Yeah. Because I don't care about y'all. Listen. I don't care about... <laughs> I care about y'all. I don't care about nonsense. Right. Like, I completely get why she just be like... Here, I don't care what people say. I'm going to give y'all this and go about my business because y'all keep playing. Like... I I just am like, why can't we just appreciate what she gives and keep it pushing? We also, as black people and as Christians in general, we got to do our research because everything that we don't understand is not demonic. 
I just want to I just want to say that because like some of the headdresses she was wearing and some of the the clothing she was wearing, people were like, "Oh, she's worshiping the devil." Blah 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 blah. Like, just go do some research. Look at some African artifacts. Look at African art. Like, just look at some of the stuff that is on the continent of Africa, and maybe you'll realize that there's 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 a reason for it. There's a reason that, you know, she's wearing this headpiece from this particular country because it's related. It, like, the artist that she's featuring on the song is from that country, and she's trying... Like, just just do a little research. Like just stop saying everything you don't understand or doesn't make sense to you is demonic. Like just, just, you sound stupid because it's like all of these things can be easily researched. The internet is out there. It's, 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 it's available. Google is yet free. I say it all the time. Google is yet free. So just get on there and do, do your things. Like just, just you gotta you gotta you just gotta stop saying stuff like that without having any context or knowledge for what you're talking about um you know i just i just don't understand why it always has why we can't just see the woman put something out celebrate it and move or, on or if you don't like it just, just or just on. don't watch it but like i don't need the 57 think pieces about why she shouldn't why she's appropriating after to me, I don't feel, and maybe this could be another conversation for another time. I don't feel like descendants of Africa can appropriate African culture. I don't feel that way because I'm I'm black, regardless of whether I lived in Nigeria or not. I don't feel that if I choose to wear Ankara print or if I choose to wear a particular headdress, that I'm appropriating. You don't get the culture. Somehow. You don't get to pull it from me. Right. The culture that I only the only culture I know about, right? Because I, I finally figured a culture. I fi- finally figured out where the culture I am from. Right. You don't get to now pull it from me because you don't agree. Right. Like nobody, nobody's saying that African Americans or Afro Caribbeans are trying to erase continental Africans. Like if we're if, not. If I find out that I. But if, if I find out that, that you I'm know from, sorry, I'm from I'm Senegal, I'm going to celebrate that country. That's what I'm a rep set. I'm gonna do my research. Because my people, and I'm gonna represent. Pulled from there, right? That does not mean I'm not from there, right? Right. So I say all that but to the say, the like, difference between you being here and me being there is time, right? Right. <laughs> it's, it's time and a boat ride. So and, I mean, and a lot of slavery. And a lot of slavery. We just try to gloss over that. Part. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I just feel like. What, what is why why are people so bothered by Beyonce exploring her Africanness? And it's not like she just woke up today and started doing it. She's been kind of like moving towards this for the last like four or five years. Because no, between that, yeah, but between like I mean just I mean in terms of her music and being so visually yeah like open with it. Yeah. Like she was given a snippets in um in what's it called in lemonade. lemonade and with formation and all of that. So it's like it would seem to me that the natural progression would be to just jump fully into it. For the next project, so I'm just kind of like I don't understand why people are confused or perplexed. Or, I, I, I'm more confused because like because what, what, what Jay Z and Beyonce have always done is give you context throughout their life about it, and then their music kind of reflects whatever they're talking right. about. And like yeah. it, it's always been that way. It's like, right, they'll do something, and then it's a reflection of that. Right, that. and 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 she's it's, allowed it's, to grow. So even if she wasn't pro black or pro Black Lives Matter or any of that, so you, back and, in '99, is she not allowed to be an almost 40 year old woman and now be that? Like I'm confused. Like, is she not allowed to grow? Is she not? Because you 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 see her art imitates life. 
And right. life is his art. So as right. you grow in life, you, you, your art grows also. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, when she was, you know, in Destiny's Child, she might have been doing more poppy things than when she first came out as a solo artist. But she's now a grown woman, married with three kids. She's evolved. And if her evolution has led her to um, embracing more of her African culture and, and, and embracing... And, and, and the other thing I want to say, too, about African culture, like an argument that people were making was like, African culture is not a monolith, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, she knows that. Like, you could see the differences in, like, the different countries and cultures that she portrayed. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, this is African. Like, you saw, like, South African stuff. You saw Nigerian stuff. You saw stuff from all the different countries that she, like, was collaborating with people from, incorporated into the movie. So it's just, like, again, she can embrace it all and portray, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't, I don't understand why, why people feel like they have to gatekeep how non-African black people embrace and, and African time, culture. And African Americans doing that. Though. Yeah. And I'm just like, girl, you don't even know nothing about nothing. You from Georgia. Calm down. Let's, we got it. Leave that lady alone. Yes. So um, the last thing we want to talk about, um, I just want to announce to the world publicly that Mark is part of the Hamilton Hive. Um, it was it, It's another Disney Plus. They put it up there a couple of weeks ago. And we've July watched it. Start. July 3rd, and we've watched it twice already. I, I want to watch it a third time. And Mark has watched every YouTube video, documentary, anything out there that has talked about Hamilton. Mark is on it. He's a part of the Hamilton Hive. And um, we just want to talk about it a little bit. I'm not going to front. I was just kind of like, okay, when I heard it was coming out on um, Disney+, Plus, I wasn't even like that excited. I was just kind of like, all right whatever and the first time I watched it it was late I was half asleep so I couldn't really get into it the way I wanted to but the second time I watched it with closed captioning so I could understand all the words I was like yo yeah. yo yeah this is insanity yeah. like I can understand why it like rose as quickly as it did yeah. like there's no way to explain <sighs> Hamilton to somebody like it's just like bro you just got to see it like I can't yeah. even it's like literally like amazing like i would never think that you could make musical theater about a founding father of america with hip-hop yeah. i would never like lin-manuel miranda is a special human being like i can't imagine how you even come up with that and just oh my god and, like and it's and just even, even like this like the reason why i was watching so many stories because even the stories of the song just make you like it more yeah the yeah. stories of like he wanted it to specifically be black and brown people in there right. playing these people because it's just saying like black and brown people built this nation too. So mm -hmm. to put them, putting them in putting the Putting them story. in the forefront. Yeah. Putting the them story. in the story. Mm -hmm. Um, just the forefront of like the people who started it and like how they were like out here just trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well is crazy with writing songs. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just the context of different, like the, the dancing was insane. Mm-hmm. And like the visuals, it was just like I know, I know, like not all of it was um, Limuel. He was he, but his songs were just insane by itself. Because mm -hmm. it started as just being a mixtape, literally yep. just a mixtape yep. of songs mm -hmm. that just kind of blossomed to this crazy thing. Yeah. Um, I I usually I have to, I do that all the time with things. Like if I like something, I have to dive into it mm -hmm. to like because I want to understand context. Like I, I think 
after the first time I watched it, I dove into it to learn a bunch of stuff. Mm. I listened to the soundtrack. I listened mm. to I did, I listened, I did all these things so that when I came back to it, watch it a second time, I can watch it with this in mind. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to watch it a third time because now that I've watched some of these videos that you've shown me and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, so now like, let me tune in yeah. even more. So now like, I'm watching with this in mind. I think that's kind of why I do that. Um, yeah. I completely see why the tickets were five hundred dollars. It yeah. was to me to see that in person. I would have happily paid five hundred dollars. Yeah, but I also see like why Lemuel was saying like he he was he's annoyed by how inaccessible um, Broly is, and that's mm-hmm. why he was happy he was able to, to do put this. it on a on a ticket. Yeah, because I'm like, you could not get a Hamilton ticket for like years. Yeah, like literally, like you literally would be like, I remember um, my coworker who is a big um, Broadway fan. She would be entering that lottery like every day, every day. And it's like, it's so unlikely. The chances of you actually winning a ticket are so unlikely. It's insane. And, you know, they, they also have that street on Broadway that you can go to and like get the, try to get the, uh, the unsold tickets like the day of, but it's like Hamilton was such a phenomenon that it was impossible to, to, to get in there once it really took off and got big. And because one of the things we were watching, Lin-Manuel made a great point. It's like the theater can only hold 300 people. If that's all it can get in here, that's all it can get in here. I can't open it to more people. That's all it can fit in here. And you know why it was so good? It was so good because Lin-Manuel is a hip-hop head. Yes. So like, because like what happens is sometimes people try to make a hip-hop thing, but they Mm -hmm. have no knowledge of hip-hop. Right, and they'll they're like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do it because it seems like a cool thing. No, right, he is a hip hop head. Yeah, so you see the influences of all these different people he's influenced by mm-hmm. in the songs he's writing. Yeah, because one of these songs is literally Biggie influence. Like, yeah, it's, it's Biggie influence from there with um, Ten Crack Commandments. Mm-hmm. There's like, like you, you like um, Hercules Mulligan is inspired by Buster Rhymes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just so many different things. Mm-hmm. You see how. Each flow is a little different <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's a different person, like, and it's inspired by different people. So it's like it's it's very because it's created by hip hop. It just comes off different. Yeah, it's yeah. different. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I suggest you go watch it and get, get your life. It. Um, you might need to watch it twice just because it's so much that's happening. A lot happens on screen, and it's like between the 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 people doing the music and like the stage moving, and it's just it's just a lot to take in. So you may need to watch it two or three times to fully grasp the whole thing. So I think that's the advantage we have watching it on TV as opposed to seeing it in person. Cause I can imagine seeing it in person. Like I wouldn't know where to look like, yeah, like what's, what's happening. So at least with the TV, I can like kind of go back and rewind or pause or whatever, like as it's going on. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. I mean, we all at the house. What else you doing? Go see it. Yeah. Go see it. So, um, what we're going to do now instead of the BLMT tips, which mm-hmm. we usually did, is mm-hmm. I'm going to just, um, highlight a business. Okay. Um, FYI, um, it's gonna be My Love is Fearless is a, um, it's is not it? a website. It's not a website. My Love is Fearless is, my love, my love is Fearless.com is now a website where businesses It's now can, a website, you said? It is a website. Okay, I thought you were saying it's not. I'm like, it is not. Is, yeah, okay. you can go to My Love is Fearless and post your, your art, post your business, and it can have a listserv. So I'm going to just promote that for now. For okay. the first For the first business highlight. If you have a business you want us to highlight, you can let us put it put it on mylovesfearless.com and then I will choose from there. Word. That's how it's going to work. Word. You put it on mylovesfearless.com and I choose from there for who's going to be the highlight for the week. Mm-hmm. All right. So mylovesfearless.com. Um, it's a website where basically 
the problem that I always saw was like you would have a Yelp, you would have all these sites, and like you want to just promote, you just want to post your business, to promote it, but they're always constantly calling you for money, mm-hmm. just saying do that. Like so many things you could you need to pay for to do something, and I kind of wanted to make something that is funded by the people, meaning donations. If you want to donate, you can. If you don't want to donate, it's fine also. But a free service where people can just post their business or post their art Mm -hmm. so people can find you, contact you, and use you. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I want. Okay. And like that's what My Love is Fearless is. Um, And I wanted to just grow from there. And I guess we'll see how it goes right now. Right now, we're only focused on um, Nassau County, Suffolk County, Queens, and Brooklyn. And well, I guess the five boroughs. The five, yeah, the five boroughs, Nassau County, Suffolk County. Yeah. yeah, I think we're only focusing on that right now. And um, and then we go, we can go from there. Word, word. Two hours, fifteen minutes. We're in. Okay, and we're gonna wrap this thing up because you know it's I'm tired. Yeah. Um, and hungry, but you know it's whatevs. Yeah, and thank you so much for all of you for listening for taking time. Yes, thank you for Taking coming back to join time. us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, listen to the podcast. Share it amongst your peoples so we can get some more listeners in the building because we trying to take this thing to the next level. You know what I mean? Next week we got microphones. Next week we got microphones and a mixer. And a mixer. And a mixer. And a mixer. If y'all can next see how Mark is dancing right now. Next week we got microphones sir, in a mixer. Sir, in sir. A mixer. It's entirely too much movement. Entirely, entirely too much. It's going to be great sound next week. You're making me hot just with all that movement. But I'm glad for listening for this week as we transition to better sound. Yes, yes, yes. We would have, we would love to have it this week, but you know, timing didn't really pan out that way. So here we are. Because we was trying to come to y'all like new, new season, new us. New tech, new whatever, but that's not how we have it. So, so you know, because you, you, you know, COVID and deliveries and things. But a new sound, new visuals. Let's go. Let's go. It's going down. It's going down. All right. Um, so we're going to head out. Yeah. Um, blessings be upon y'all until we meet again. We, we bid you adieu. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All 